0: It's a hell of
1: a show. Hello everybody, welcome to episode 18 of the Vols Deep podcast. Week 2 in the books. Our Tennessee Volunteers are 2 and 0. Oh. It wasn't pretty, but a win is a win.
0: It happened, it's over. Let's go on to Florida.
1: Uh, w is a W. Yep. Coming to you live from the Vol Cave. We're live on just about every platform possible. Um, share this out for us. Give us some likes if you don't care. We have a great episode today send for some, all of you. Send some stars, too. Yeah, send some stars. Uh, we have oh a ton gosh. to talk about regarding Tennessee Volunteer Football Team. We're going to grade position groups for their win versus Austin P. We're going to go over General Nealon's game maxims. Did Tennessee cover all Nealon's maxims? Uh, We'll go over that The NFL is underway And uh, have a great slate of college football going on Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Thursdays Am I missing any days? Sometimes Wednesdays Sometimes sometimes Wednesdays
0: It's the best time of the year we have football every week through February That's right Uh, We had some good college football games
1: this week as well Um, We have week three game predictions coming up
0: we have giveaways as well. Spur, who won last week's prediction giveaway? That'd be Dalton Castle of Cofield or Dalton Roberts Rob- of Cofield. I'm sorry. Dalton Roberts of Cofield, you have won. A, I've already sent him a message, Luke, so he's aware. Good deal. Yeah, we'll have to get that to him. Uh,
1: congratulations, Dalton, on winning last week's giveaway. Um, we'll be doing another giveaway tonight. We have a $25 gift card, baseball, football cards, some decals.
0: Stick around. For details on that giveaway, I'll, I'll be happy to say we had nearly <coughs> 80 entries last week. So, uh, moving on up, so get your picks in early. It's a lot to
1: count. Uh, speaking of predictions, Spanky finished last. This is
2: miserable. <coughs> this is terrible. In last week's it's a Tom uh, Foolery. Who'd wait?
1: Pickums. Corbin went 7 and 3. You damn right I did. Bringing his record to 500. No, it's twenty-one and eleven. Spur went six and four. I'm twenty-one, 21-11 on the season so far. <laughs> he thought Dang. when he said
2: five hundred from it. Have Dang, we made 500 I'm Five hundred picks already.
1: Spur went six and four, bringing his record to eighteen and fourteen. Spanky went five and five, bringing his to twenty and twelve.
2: What are you doing over there, Spanky?
1: The NFL ones hurt me,
2: brother. Ooh. The NFL ones hurt me.
1: You sat there and watched all the games with me. You should. I
2: did. That don't mean I got them right.
1: Bag um. I went six and four, bringing mine to 1913. So Spanky has to dip into the cup of misfortune for the I'll dip first some time. chips
2: if you got it. You've already ate all the chips we got out I before got the
1: show? Uh, remember everyone, Spur has to be a parking lot attendant at Walmart. He, uh, he has to park ten cars in Gainesville.
0: <coughs> and tonight, tell them what you're doing. I'm eating this peanut butter, peanut butter and banana ah, sandwich. And I got Duke's mayonnaise, you know. Uh, Shane Beamer babies, right here. Mm. <laughs> uh, get it together, there, Luke. Luke. Don't
1: choke. Uh, so he's gonna eat the banana and mayonnaise sandwich later tonight. We'll go over our week three opponent. We head to the swamp, Tennessee versus
0: Florida. It doesn't get any better than this. That's right, regardless of how the first two games went, it's Florida week, baby. Let's get it on.
1: Supposed to cover for me right there. Uh, I, I tried. Nobody else would uh, fill well, in. You uh, know. Uh, what can we expect from the Gators? We'll let you know. We have some game information for you as well. Stick around for the week three preview. We have start bench cut. Florida, Alabama, Georgia, or other. And then we have
0: the duel. Uh, three week reigning champ spur. That's right. Going to make it four weeks this week. This belt is going to Gainesville with us. <coughs>
3: it would be ashamed. It's headed to Buster Motor Speedway this weekend with me. Uh, what kind of Tennessee fan are you going to a damn NASCAR race? I'm going to wear my overalls tomorrow night to the NASCAR race
1: up there. Uh, yeah. And my coonskin hat. You need to be in a car going to Gainesville. All right, we'll be right back with our recap. Share this out to your friends, and let's have a good time tonight. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's the Val Daddy. I want to give a big shout-out to the Fairview Union great musicians, local people. Chad's from my hometown. They were gracious enough to let us use their music for our podcast. Make sure you check them out. They're huge Tennessee fans. You won't be disappointed. Let's hear them play. Man, you won't believe
0: that roar when the boys
2: find the chicken.
1: Big Orange Concrete Pumping, they can accommodate any residential or commercial concrete project that you may have in mind. They have one of the biggest lime pumps in the state. They take a lot of pride in their work and they're waiting on your phone call today. Their number is 865-371-3367. Whether you're pumping noise and kneeling or pumping concrete, make sure you roll with the Big Orange. That's Big Orange Concrete Pumping. 865-371-3367. All right, and we're back. Uh, episode 18 involves the podcast. Oh, hey. We're uh, coming there it is. to you live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. Uh, we're about to hit this week's recap. We appreciate the likes, comments, and shares. Please keep them in rolling in for us and I'll try to quit coughing. Uh, Tennessee gets the win over Austin P. overall thoughts on this game.
2: It wasn't pretty, but as we said at the start of the show, uh, a win's a win. Uh, It's not what everybody expected, even myself. You know, I figured it would go out there and be a blowout. But, you know, we got to remember, guys, this is still a young team. Kinks are still going to be worked out here. Like, this ain't a return. everybody's returning team. Uh, It's still pretty young, okay? Uh, Still some new faces out there. Just got to give them time.
3: The best thing I can take away from this uh, game is uh, we uh, we didn't – Luke had to get some water. <laughs> He's about to die over here. But uh, the best – Fourth
2: wall, kayfabe.
3: The best thing to uh, take away is we didn't show anything in our playbook. We didn't give nothing special away at all. We was playing the most standardized
0: offense you could play on that field. You know, there's so much to say. First off, hats off to Austin P. They brought the fight to Tennessee for four quarters. Their head coach was fired up, and his team gave everything they had. Uh, you know, we've heard all the negative talk about how they're a much weaker opponent, we should have blown them out by 40, and all that may be true. However, let, let's consider one thing. Uh, I believe that Austin P has at least 50 or so players on that roster that's from the state of Tennessee. And I would almost bet to guarantee that out of those 50 or more players – of them grew up dreaming of the opportunity to play inside Neyland Stadium. And this Saturday, last Saturday night, was that opportunity. They played inside Neyland Stadium in front of a sold-out crowd. Uh, Saturday, that dream come true, and they left it all on the field. Yeah, there were some scrappy plays, and the officials were pretty much terrible. Uh, We got hit in the mouth, but we still got back up and won the game fairly easily.
1: Yeah, it was ugly. I'm not going to take anything away from Austin P. though. Like you said, they they gave it their all, they looked tough. But Billy Napier, he's going to be using all the trick plays, crazy formations, the
0: reverses, you know, all that stuff. Damn. You know, let's go over some offensive stats, Luke. You know, Tennessee ran the ball 32 times for 228 yards. They averaged 7.1 yards per carry. Jalen right led the way with 124 yards and 13 attempts averaging 9.1 yards per carry. Jabari Small followed it up with 97 yards rushing on 13 carries, which is 7.3 yards a carry. Uh, Dylan Sampson, he only touched the ball three times at the line of scrimmage for a total of eight yards. Uh, Joe Milton, you know, he ran three times for 34 yards of the touchdown. You know, what what are you guys' thoughts on Tennessee run game?
2: I still think it's pretty solid. I think it's the best part of our offense, really. Uh, Run game's very solid. Who would have thought that going in? You know, everybody thought going in it was going to be a – pass-heavy offense, but, you know, time and time again, them running backs, they heard it all off-season. They're like, hey, we want to tote that rock too, boy.
3: Yeah, being three deep never hates
1: you.
2: <laughs> I bet you hear that a lot, don't you?
1: Yeah, running was great. Should have ran it more. I feel like we're just trying to kind of find a groove in the passing game. But I don't know how Dylan Sampson only gets three carries after scoring four touchdowns versus Virginia.
0: Uh, you know, I, I went back, and we're going to talk more stats here in a minute. I went back and watched that game. I don't believe we ran more than six different offensive plays the entire game. You know, maybe a couple in the first quarter and we threw some over the middle. But in general, we ran the same plays over and over and over and over. Because why not?
3: Well, that's what I was saying. Like, uh, we played a pretty safe, standardized style, you know. it's like it's like we was about ten years ago. But back ten years ago, playing the way we was playing. But in a way to where n- nobody can go and film this week and get anything off of us from that game. Joe Milton
1: was 21 for 33, 228 yards, two touchdowns. Hot topic right now, thoughts on Joe Milton. I'll I'll go ahead and say it. Um,
2: I said a couple months back, whenever we were given what scares us the most about the offense, and I said Joe Milton in the quarterback play and everybody said, oh that's a dumb take, he'll be fine. Well guess what, he's doing fine right now. But the majority of the people out there are not happy because he's not throwing five touchdowns a game or whatever. And, look, people's got to realize this. Whenever you set a standard so high and that standard isn't met, you're going to get met with disappointment. That's why you can't have super high expectations for the kid. He's doing fine. Like, he's had, what, 200 passing yards each game? It's like most quarterbacks would love to have that.
0: You know, I, I agree, Spanky, but it must be better this week. There's, there's no doubt. I'm a Joe guy, and I believe in him. Uh, if, if something's gotten into his head, then hopefully that's fixed ASAP. But like you said, his stats don't tell the story, though, because his stats are pretty daggum good overall. You know, he's still making good decisions with the ball. He's still not throwing an interception while at Tennessee. Uh, numbers don't lie, but it doesn't tell everything either.
3: Yeah, I think I'm not I'm not hating on Milton. I think uh, Milton's played good so far this year. There's a lot of the fan base. that says where well, they're going for his head, you know. But at the end of the day, you got people that's wanting Nico, you got people that's expecting to be like Henn and Hooker. It's hard to live up to Hen and Hooker standards at the moment. And if you look at the stats from last year, Henn and Hooker's first two games, to Tennessee, him and Joe Milton's neck and neck with the same exact stats. So this is just part of it. I mean it's it's it it's a rough game. It wasn't the roughest game for him, you know. But it's, you know, I mean, games like what happened Saturday was that's gonna happen. It's that's a part of football. Not everybody plays perfect all the time. You never know. Like that's what that's one of the games that next week we play UTSA and it'll be like all of a sudden like a sixty nothing blowout. And then not giving us hype up on that yet, but because we gave UTSA so much credit going to be a tough opponent, but you you just know how it works out. This is just one of those things, college football, that happens.
1: Yeah, I mean, no interceptions, but four, I mean, he was high on some, behind on some, but four or five of the incompletions should have been caught. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. Got to be more efficient overall, though. It's a double-edged sword, I guess. Um, But I said it early preseason. I'm going to say it again. I think Joe Milton's Heisman
0: campaign starts in Gainesville. I I agree 100%. He, if he goes out there and balls like we know Joe Milton can, then Sully the National Media will be talking about Joe Milton for Heisman soon. Yep. He's on the cover of ESPN all day today, Joe Milton. And it was a huge article. If you haven't seen the ESPN article on Joe Milton, they wrote a novel about him. It. It's, it's fantastic. took me 30 minutes to read it.
1: Let's hit on our receivers now. Ramel Keaton, five for or five catches, 52 yards, a touchdown. Brew McCoy, five catches, 51 yards. McAllen Castles, one catch, 43 yards, and a touchdown. Squirrel White, four catches for 30 yards. Uh, Jalen Wright had th- – oh, didn't miss Jalen Wright. Uh, Jabari Small, Jacob Warren, Dylan Sampson all caught at least one pass. Thoughts on receivers and, and the backs receiving?
2: Receivers got to catch some balls that are getting thrown their way. Yep. If, if, it, like,
0: hits, if it hits you in the hands, catching it, isn't it right, Spanky?
2: Yeah, that, that's just how it is. It's like the quarterback can only do so much. You got to catch the ball, and I get it. We're still early in the year. There's no need to be all get your panties in a wad at some of these college kids. We got to remember, they're still they're still student athletes, okay? It's going to happen. People out there want to complain about it, well, you know, you can go out there and try it and see how you fare.
0: Yeah, you know, uh, we're just going to shake the drops off and, and don't let it become a habit, and let's get onto the swamp and show them what we can really do.
3: Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, I mean – like it wasn't the prettiest thing ever for a receiving, I'll be honest. I was frustrated sitting there in the stands at points. But I think we go to Florida. This is a, gonna be a good opportunity. Like it's a rivalry game, so we're gonna play a, we're gonna play different. You know, we, we walked into Austin P like, okay, we're gonna beat that butt over here. But Florida, we'll see what we got for sure, with the receiving with Milton and all of them um
1: yeah you just gotta gotta catch football man good play at times that we have to focus it's just not the same same play as last year um we'll hit the comment box here in a minute I promise <clears throat> defense uh Tennessee looked decent to me allowed 260 passing yards um they only allowed uh, 79 rushing yards, which mostly came from the Austin P quarterback. We shut the run down, only like 43 rushing yards from the backfield.
0: Seven sacks as a team. Yeah. Austin's P quarterback run up the middle on fourth and two, uh, two minutes into the game. And that that was pretty much their only decent run of the whole game. Uh, you know, it kind of changed everything. It set the tempo for Austin P, uh, But from that point on, they didn't have anything of significance. Late drive touchdown. Uh, I feel that the game was a mute point at that point. Austin P was was playing for pride, and to give him credit for it, I mean, the, the coach from Austin P was just so fired up the whole game and oh, animated. Yeah. You know, one thing I noticed is how he used his timeouts was so unorthodox. But he used them anytime Tennessee got any kind of momentum, he called timeout. It was almost like Lane Kiffin faking a uh, faking an injury, but <laughs> but that's what he was using his timeouts for. Hey, I, I respect. Thought, I thought it was pretty good. I
2: enjoyed it. And that's the thing with these games right here. You always got to watch out for these games, especially like an Austin P, Like Spurs said earlier, half them kids live in the state of Tennessee. They probably dreamed of that. They got nothing to lose. It's not like they're going in there projected to win. Everyone's not giving them a chance. So what do they have to lose? As a coach, that's probably the best motivational game you could do right there to your kids. Like, hey, look, you're in Neyland Stadium. Okay, what else we
0: got to lose? Just screw it. Let's just go balls to the wall. That's
1: like, going to be Billy Napier's attitude, too. Yeah.
0: And last year it was his mm-hmm. attitude. I mean. I guess the most disappointing thing I had in the whole thing was the way that some people reacted. It was almost as if we lost a game. Yeah. The way people were acting. We didn't lose the game. We won by 17 points. Them booing, like, Milton,
2: yeah. and then, like, really? It's like.
1: Yeah, yeah. Play, played a lot of young players on defense, especially at linebacker. Um, just trying to get rip, reps from uh, Keenan Peely's injury. Mm-hmm. Out of position, a little hesitant, but good overall. I think Hayden got done wrong on the pass interference calls. What do you all think?
0: Yeah. Uh,
3: there, was, there was a few bad, bad Especially calls. Especially when
0: you don't call it going the other you, way. You know, that's one rule that I would like to see modified a little bit. If a pass is severely underthrown, we should not be – uh, penalizing the defense for being in good position and a quarterback making a bad throw—that is not a defender's fault.
1: Um, Aaron Beasley nine total tackles, five tackles for loss, two sacks. He uh, dog. He a Should have had a recovered fumble. And got got screwed there. Great game from Wesley Walker. Six tackles, one tackle for loss, and a sack. I thought true freshman Jeremiah Tealander played really good at linebacker. He played pretty much the whole second half. Um, that's it, since we recruited him. Everybody was, you know, hasn't really thought of him that much because he's just a three star. But man, his his tape was great. Um, another solid perform performance from Tyler Barron and James Pierce Jr. I thought jo- Joshua Joseph looked good too. Um, thoughts on Aaron Beasley?
2: Like I said, he was a dog on Saturday. He played the best game that you could. Saturday, he played phenomenal.
0: You called him a dog, I called him a beast. He's a beast. How in the world was that play not overturned to a fumble? I I will never know. I have no I, idea. I mean I mean, when when the commentators are completely dumbfounded when it goes to replay and it's not overturned, that that says something. Uh, you know, I, I don't criticize officials too often, but golly, I it made no sense to me whatsoever.
3: Speaking of officials, I I don't think we're gonna be talking about them tonight, but uh
1: Whew, that's some bad officiating calls. Yeah, it was one of the – not the worst, but one of the worst I've seen in a long time. Like,
3: I, I was getting vibes from the Ole Miss game a few years ago in the stands, like, the way things were going
1: that, down.
0: That was the worst.
3: That Yeah, that was the worst.
1: Aaron Beasley is one of the best linebackers in the country. There's no doubt. Yeah, he's, he's going to get some looks at the next level. Just please stay healthy, man. Absolutely, we – we we desperately need to keep him on the field. Our front seven looks good. We have to be better at containing the quarterback though. I agree. Um we'll go over special teams real fast and then we'll hit the comment box. Uh special teams look better, not great, but much better. Um hit all the field goals, hit the PATs. Punting was definitely better. Still have one kick out of bounds. Can't do that in the swamp.
2: Well heck, any positive's better than the negative, so we, we knew we were going to have a good week this week. All we had to do is just show up.
3: Man, when I saw that kick out of bounds sitting in the stands, I was like, dang. Um. Two, two, it
1: was a two, right? It was two against Virginia. Virginia and then one. So maybe there'll be zero in the swamp. We, we I couldn't just, be giving
3: up any free yards. I just saw that. when it, Standing there, I was like, oh, man, this, that's not good. Like, What's going on with the kicking on kickoff right now? It,
0: it makes me wonder if, if – they're calling a, a kick to the corner and, and trying to keep it in bounds to set up a, a short return. i I just say kick it through the end zone at this point, at least right now until, until he's more experienced with that. We we also recovered a muff punt, which we, we hadn't mentioned, so that was great on special teams. And uh, Jackson Ross looked quite a bit better. His his first kick wasn't, wasn't great. It wasn't bad, but the other punts he had I thought was pretty solid. Yeah, I think he's better with his left foot than his right uh, absolutely. foot. Absolutely. I still want to see him take off running one time. I he's it's gonna coming. do it. He's I want to see. I want to it coming.
1: Um,
2: What's Deion say? We coming?
1: Hit the. Oh, shut oh God, up! Dion. Hit the comment box. Uh, Ike says, "Let's go, Big Orange." Ryan Damon says, "Go,
0: Big Orange." Kimberly says, "Go, Big Orange." Beat the Gators. Ron says he thought I was eating peanut butter today. Ron, I showed you the mayonnaise. <coughs> I, I just left your house. No, it's mayonnaise. Peanut butter, mayonnaise, banana. Mayonnaise and peanut butter is really good. I've had that before. Yeah. Well, no, you can take oh, the God. banana
2: and take the
1: mayonnaise. off. peanut butter would be okay. Mayonnaise,
3: banana sandwich, best late night snack they all
0: Jacob
1: says he just got his, uh, or he just got to his Airbnb. He's ready for the game. That's awesome.
0: We're headed down early Friday morning. Yeah. Dustin Gold says Milton has to throw for two twenty five plus, uh, and two TDs for us to win. You know, I, I I agree that Milton needs to have a great game, but I think our run our run game could dominate. I think our run game
1: is going to dominate. Um, Tommy says, let's go Vols.
0: Austin Keithley says he's here for Corbin Rogers. I'm sorry. My brother's watching. Hey, Michael. Stephen Potter's watching. That's the first time I've seen him on here. Let me check the YouTube chat
1: real fast. Dalton says, Spank, he needs one of those hats. I can hook you up, brother. Jamie says, right average, nine yards per carry for the second week in a row. Yeah, he has the, the top uh, average in the SEC. And I think he's second in the country. That's pretty dang good. Let's keep it going. Yeah, and he imagine what he would be doing if he didn't have two other studs right behind him. Uh, Kelsey says, give me a go, Vols, drain the dang swamp, streak dies Saturday, baby. Let's we're, go.
0: We're going down there to drain it, that's for sure.
1: Kelsey also says Joe is fine, but I think we all want to see those 15-plus yard passes connected on time and out in front with receivers on the move. Hype will get them right, and I think we will see a different Joe Saturday.
3: Florida, hey, 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 Florida's so scared They're sending alligators up to Watchboard Lake. Did you see that? I didn't. <laughs> they got they
0: found one in Watchboard Lake today. <laughs> no, the, the gators are moving to Rocky Top. They, they found where it home sweet home Mi- is. Mr. Jones says
1: Saturday will be 7,003. That That's a dig. Yeah. Now, I figured it was. Directly at use, thank you, funky. It says it will be 7,301 days since we beat Florida in the swamp.
0: Yeah, but, it's been, but it's been 742 days <clears throat> since Florida's beaten Tennessee, period. Let's see. Mr. Jones also
1: says Austin P would have beat Florida. And uh, I don't know about all that. The way they played, that gave them a hard time. If uh, Florida played like they did Game One
3: against two, they played Game One Utah, and then uh, Austin played played P played us, no, uh, it'd be that'd be a good game. That'd be a that'd be a dang good game on ESPN.
2: I think I, I think Florida still win that one just because the reason Austin P was close. One we didn't give them any we didn't we didn't give them any favors, but you know it's like what Spur kept saying and people. Keep wanting to forget about this. this. That was a motivational game for Austin P. That was. Then players wanted that moment. And now, if they would have went somewhere else, who would have known that 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 buzz wouldn't have been there for them. That hype wouldn't have been there for them. I Teams mean, that are motivated will do amazing things.
0: The, the starting center for Austin P. had never played a snap of college football in his life, and he comes out there and he throws that blindside block. that was probably targeting, but <laughs> uh, you know. It was an emotional moment for me. I liked it. I I mean,
1: if it wasn't against our players, I'd be like, "Yeah, yeah. oh." Rick Crass says you all struggled with a high school team last week, and the twenty-year streak will continue. Then Austin, you can come back on the orange and blue side. Go Gators!
2: I don't know who Austin is. Mm Who's
1: who's that? See, Tommy Lee says go Vols, and uh, Mr. Jones said that was Austin P Super Bowl, and we're looking ahead to Florida. I agree. We were looking ahead to Florida. Yeah. All right. So, So like I said last
3: week, one game at a time. And I say that for everything. It don't matter if it's Atlanta Braves in the playoffs, NASCAR playoffs, NFL. uh, Like, I love the Titans. Like, one game at a time. Tennessee Vols, one game at a time. Everything always is one game at a time for me. That's how. That's how I think you should take it every week, week by week, one game at a time.
1: Yeah, you definitely should. Just, just when you know what's next, it's mm. hard to. Uh, My dad, even me as a player, name. like no, no offense, but if we played a, yeah. if yep. we played somebody you know mediocre, then had oh, a, a night of the next week.
0: Oh, Randy Swint says he thought we looked like a a team of varsity blues that went to the strip club the night before. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's where Austin's going. That's where the real spanky's going tonight. That's what he said.
2: I'm going to bed tonight, man. Wednesday. All right, let's go
1: over General Nealon's game maxims. We'll go over each one and agree or disagree if that maxim has been reached. Number one, the team that makes the fewest mistakes will win.
0: Uh, I think we made a ton of mistakes, yeah. uh, but we didn't turn the ball over. But we had drop after drop after drop. We did have
1: have drop drop. Fumbled. Yeah,
0: that's right. We, we did have one. We had one.
1: Um, I don't know. The drops and then some of the throws, yeah, I mean – I don't know. Maybe like a fifty fifty or something on this one. Uh, number two, play four and make the breaks. When one comes your way, score.
0: You know, we didn't take advantage of the muff punt early in the game. We we got a field goal there and we got the ball inside the twenty five. Uh, you know, all the breaks really seemed to go Austin P's way the entire game. Whether it be the bad calls or, or the funny balances or whatever, but but, uh, you know, we still found a way to win.
2: They capitalized on the momentum they were given.
0: Yeah, we got to turn that into seven, not not three. Absolutely. <laughs>
1: Especially against a team like that. Um, number three, if it, at first the game or breaks go against you, don't let up, put on more steam.
2: Well, they they didn't really – you got to have momentum to get steam. So, I know towards the end, you know, it, we started to run away with it a little bit, but – we still got to – you got to start fast
1: and finish fast.
3: I feel like we're a team that's got to get that first down and start the game. Like, you get that
0: first down and we'll go on.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I thought we fought enough to win. We definitely didn't.
0: You know, we didn't allow the officials to cost us the game. Uh, our team seemed to be poised even when facing adversity. You never seen – you never seen panic. You never seen uh, adversity. You, you never seen bad attitudes on our team. It was – it was all positive, even, even when we wasn't playing well.
1: Protect our kickers, our quarterback, our lead, and our ball game.
2: They, they protected the lead.
0: And we, yeah, when we protected our kicker, I think uh, Joe only had, got sacked once. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, I was really frustrated on that <laughs> one sack because uh, uh, if you watch, go back and watch it, Joe was going deep on that play. Mm. That was the one time he was going to throw the ball deep, and he got sacked on it. So uh, I really wish we had that play back to see what would have happened. Ball, Oski, cover, block, cut, slice, pursue, and gang tackle for this is the winning edge.
2: Can't say nothing negative about the defense on Saturday. I
0: don't know. I don't think we tackled as well as we did in week one, but we still didn't allow Austin p to run on us. Yeah, other than the quarterback kind of scrambling around, I mean, yeah,
1: I thought we'd done fine, especially with the the amount of bodies that we played. Uh, Press kicking game. Here's where the breaks are made. We made all of our kicks. Enough said. Yeah. 100% carry the fight to our opponent and keep it there for 60 minutes.
0: Didn't play a 60-minute game, that's for sure. No. I'll tell you what, Austin P. brought the fight to us, and our athleticism and sheer talent won that game, so we must bring the fight to Florida this week.
2: Hey, I'll give Austin P. this. In the words of a former UT coach, they had five star hearts. They did. (laughs) Champions of life. That's right. They had five star hearts, but sometimes – that five-star <sighs> athletes will outshine five-star hearts.
1: Yeah, too many energy vampires going on. Yeah, Got to work on our eye discipline. I just think yeah. it's one of those games. People
3: freaking out text me all week about
1: Tennessee. Corbin, we're champions of life. Like, yeah, we
2: are you talking about? Hey, we're building this thing brick by brick, man. Concrete by concrete.
3: Yeah. And <laughs> just everybody, Everybody's talking like, oh, Tennessee, they're not that good this year. Like based off what they done against Austin P and yeah, it and we
1: looked pretty sloppy at the beginning of last year too. Honestly,
3: yeah, we did. And yeah. That's what I was saying earlier with the the stats of Milton and Hooker from last year, and it, it just pisses me off because it's like I'm sitting there, in the, right. I'm I'm sitting there in the stadium, and like the second halftime, half okay, and I'm getting text messages like, "What are we doing? We're done for. We're gonna win eight games this year." I'm like, "How do you like go from like, oh, we're gonna be like champions of the season?" And uh, then go to like, oh, well, eight wins in like two quarters. Like you cannot base Scott off just one game, especially a game with Austin P playing with all the heart they had. They did. and uh, And I'll be honest – I mean, Georgia's, shit happens. Georgia's
1: Georgia struggled for two. <laughs> you know, uh, man, they looked really rough. So all, all the big big we, teams look pretty rough. Yeah, we're last not the only team. Or last week, sorry. Yeah, we're not
3: the only team that struggled last week. Like Clemson was playing Charleston Southern, and yeah, they won like sixty six to what twenty one or something. But it was like a three point game at halftime.
2: Hey, Eastern Kentucky kept it close with the Kentucky. They, and they did.
3: Ohio State. Two straight weeks playing uh, bum teams, and here's Ohio State winning 35-7 to against Youngstown State University. I mean, and another and, and, uh, week where Ohio State follows the rankings again.
0: You know, it's like Corbin said, you know, we wasn't we off to the best start, but, but plenty of other teams in the top 15 struggled as well. And I'll, I'll mention that later on this podcast. I think I have some notes written down. Georgia, like you said, Luke, just looked awful, especially in the first quarter. I don't think they could have beat Cofield High School.
2: Not many people can. Oh, <laughs>
0: knew that was coming.
1: Yeah. Uh, we also have some and game time news for y'all regarding week four versus UTSA. The Roadrunners will square off versus our volunteers at 4 p.m.
0: next Saturday. Uh, it's another great time for tailgating, you know, and you're not know, out there all day, but you're still out there long enough. Uh, this bank
2: will it could, be in Neyland.
0: It could be hot, it could be cold, it could be perfect. We just mm-hmm. we don't know in mid September. It's such
3: an odd, odd time, though, because. Uh, before this year, like, we're getting struck with all these odd times starting. <laughs> like, before, like, it's always 1 o'clock, o'clock 3.30, 7 o'clock, you know. And here we're being struck at 5 o'clock games, 4 o'clock games. Like, very weird.
1: I like the start time. It's odd, but plenty of time for tailgating. It and beats, it beats the crap out of a noon game.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Mean,
2: means it, it'll, it'll be about daylight when we get outside the stadium. I miss three thirty kickoffs on C. People can say what they want about CBS. I'm sorry, but that's just nostalgia right there. It's I just
0: four o'clock and three thirty is pretty similar, so yeah, just so, thirty yep. minutes. Yeah, it's it's
2: the same. You can get a lot done in thirty minutes. You know that.
0: A <laughs> uh, pretty uh, good weekend going for, there.
1: for college football. A lot of lot of big names struggled, like we just said. A lot of big names still looking sloppy. About Georgia looked rough. Bama falls to Texas. Ohio State still hasn't impressed me. I thought Oregon struggled. Appy State uh, scared North Carolina into two overtimes. Washington State upset Wisconsin. Ole Miss destroyed Tulane. Colorado beat Nebraska easily, which we all seen coming. Kind of surprised about Miami uh, beating Texas A&M like that. Am I missing anything? Just overall thoughts so far. The Miami one shocked me, too. Yeah, I had Texas saying them. I thought they was gonna. I thought they. I
2: thought they did. Especially
1: too. when Miami was like doing a buy one get one free for their tickets. Yeah, that's
2: stuff. usually not a good sign.
1: And you know, Tulane
3: shocked me too because uh, Tulane's been built up the well, the past, They've been good, very good the past few years, and uh, here they got old Miss coming to their home to and uh, get blown out. That. That's surprising. but you know Tulane they lost a ton from last year so I guess it's understandable but they still was a ranked team that's a ranked win for Ole Miss
2: and see and I'm not trying to bash whatever you're saying Corbin but I hate and I and I agree someone said this on ESPN I don't get the whole preseason rankings like. All that's good for is TV viewership.
0: It's good for us to talk about on this podcast. Yes, that's all. It's Truth. really good. Let's, for. let's be honest real,
2: You realistically do not get a feel for who's good or not till like about week three or four. Realistically, and you really don't, and you
0: can't really do a, a a good ranking till after six or seven weeks. I don't believe. Yeah. You know, uh, Tennessee certainly isn't the only top fifteen team who struggled. Uh, there's a lot of parity in college football this year, and that's a great thing. Uh, I don't think we have a, a single dominant team. Uh, you know, Texas is going to be a tough out in the SEC for years to come. Oh, oh hey, Luke, guess what? What? Bama lost. Ain't yep. that great? <laughs> Bama lost to UT again, didn't <laughs> they? <laughs> yeah. No, we're the real hey, UT. We're the real UT. We can be number you know, one. They can <laughs> be number two. I got a good start, bitch, cut question. Which start, bitch, cut? Who's going to be the first coach going for their school? Is it going to be Billy Napier at Florida? Nick Saban at Alabama? Or Jimbo Fisher at Texas A and
2: I think Savin's uh, got a pretty big leash on him. <laughs> he he's got a.
0: We'll talk
1: about that in a few minutes. Yeah, yeah we can do that. Um, let's see. We're just, let's just go ahead and go right into our, our first. Well, let's hit the comment box real fast. Um, my YouTube comments. I had to refresh and they are not loading. So go ahead and recomment them if you want. Sorry, to.
2: YouTube.
1: But Jonathan on YouTube said even good play or even good teams play poorly in the first few weeks. Yes,
0: sir.
2: Uh, everybody is, and, it, and that's just how it is. You're trying to get a rhythm going offensively. You know, it. you can only get the same look so many times in practice. It takes getting used to playing different bodies.
0: James Ferris says, bring Cofield down to Greenville. We'll spank that tail off of you all over the field. Okay, you know, yeah. it's a 4A school. Of course you all will. Yeah, we got like that's like 38 like like,
1: people, man. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Jones says Joe doesn't lose in Florida. Dante Thornton needs to show he belongs this week, or he could get passed up by the
0: next wide receiver. Kimberly says she read where a uh, Sabin is retiring after this year. There, there's a lot that. of rumors about that, but but nothing's been made official. That
3: that, that post you saw about that was a uh, fake news report. At yeah. the moment, at the moment, I mean, I I got asked same question, and it, it was a fake report. Just trying to get some clicks on some. Clickbait. <laughs>
2: That's all it is. And Saban, he his retirement, he's not going to announce it till the season's over with. I, I feel like he'll announce it. He ain't going to make this big old spectacle of it and all that stuff. I think it will be right
1: after the season. Yeah, so- I, hope, I hope he's one of them, them coaches that just – the fire so low, man, until they just call it quits.
3: The day Nick Saban does retire, Jimbo Fisher is the new head coach of Alabama.
1: Ah, oh, I wouldn't go there. <laughs> no.
3: Not Jimbo Fisher. I'm talking about Clemson's coach. Never mind, <laughs> Dabo, Dabo Sweeney. <laughs> not Heck, Jimbo. I don't know. I, oh. I don't know not now. Jimbo. Uh, Dion. Dabo.
2: Hey, hey. No, but Rain realistically, Kiffin. it it could be either Lane. It could be sh- uh, Shark. Too. I was
0: going to say Sharky's at Texas, coming right back. That, that's a topic for another day
1: <laughs> yeah. Alright, first main talking point of the day Presented by Big Orange Concrete Pumpin Taylor Jones with Big Orange Concrete Pumping Has been doing this type of work For a very long time He has one of the biggest slime pumps in the state So make sure to reach out to Big Orange Concrete Pumping For any of your concrete needs Alright y'all Let's get Vols deep in these position groups Let's grade them from their
0: performance During the Austin Peay game Quarterbacks I'm going to start it off. I'm going to start the quarterback at a C minus. You know, there was no turnovers. We made decent decisions. There was just nothing down the field. A th- few bad throws, and if accurate, then we really wouldn't have much to discuss. It's got to get better. That's all there is to it. I'm going to go with a B. You know, I know people are complaining
2: he's not going down the field, but look, that that could just be a coaching thing. It's it like, and why why would you want to? Throw deep balls down the field against these lesser schools. You know, your tape's out there already. Like, don't show everything. Like, And I thought Melton did fine. I'm giving him a B. Uh, 21 for 33, 228 yards, uh, two passing touchdowns and a rushing touchdown. For any other quarterback, that's a good day. That really is. I I just think we put too much of a high expectation standard. Like, everybody thinks he should be winning the Heisman today. Well, guess what? They don't give out the Heisman today. They give it out in December.
1: The problem with that is it's – he's just following Hendon Hooker, man. Yeah, it is. And everybody wants the same – Everybody wants that. But you know what? He's Joe Milton. was great. He's Joe Milton. He's
2: not Hendon Hooker.
3: I agree with everybody here. I think he got – I'm going to say like a BB minus is what I would give – Milton, he's not played terrible this year. To be honest with you, he's played good. And Spanky gave his stats off. Uh, he's how many yards did he have? Like two hundred and two twenty eight. Two twenty eight. still good stats. I mean, he's not out there, and a lot of the
1: plays they was drop plays. I mean, you can't put it on him for them drop plays. I will say this: so they was talking about on the radio today. He is as far as efficiency last in the SEC. It's for for a quarterback, yeah, I think so too. Uh, but I got him as a C, not great, not horrible, but does have to be better. Uh, running backs,
2: running backs, A. Like I, I think they still had a good performance on Saturday. Uh, Two hundred and twenty-one yards, uh, seven yards per carry. About like that's pretty good. Hey, you, all you needs ten. So uh,
0: They gave us a B plus. Uh, nothing jumps out. There was no. Fifty-plus yard runs. You know we have three solid options at running back.
3: Yeah, I'm gonna give. I'm just gonna give a B. I thought he was pretty solid at running back. Uh, we nothing special. I mean, we was running the standardized Tennessee offense that we've always knew before, and uh, but we done good with
1: it this week. We 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 done really good with it. I'm gonna go A. Uh, solid performance overall. Wide receivers.
2: I'm gonna put my wide receivers and tight ends together into one. Uh, I'm gonna give them a C minus. Like too many drop balls. Um, just you gotta you gotta catch the football. It t- if it's overthrown your head that that's quarterback. But when it's touching your hands, you you just gotta catch the ball. And I don't know if it was the nerves or just whatever and like who knows. But you just gotta catch the football at the end of the day. Uh,
0: I I gave them a D. Yeah, I, I read Milton Hired, I did receivers. They Each of the receivers had a, a ball that should have been caught that was hitting their hands and for whatever reason simply wasn't caught. Uh, we had a couple of holding calls against our wide receivers. We had an a offensive pass interference. that I just don't think the official knew the rule to begin with. Yeah. In the, 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 the passing behind the line of scrimmage, you don't have offensive pass interference on that. And uh, he, he called it twice, and I was just ready to throw my hat to TV. But – uh it is what it is. It's it's gonna be better.
3: I gave him a D minus. Just give him improvement for this week coming up. I mean, we were we expected so much out of these receivers, and uh, I mean hundred yard games. You know, last week how many yards was we talking? They was gonna have a piece. Remember that, <laughs> and uh, n- none of them come close to meeting them goals. So D minus. Uh, this week will be a new week for them. Let's hope that they're getting the webs in and practice and let's get they get a new mindset in the game and Hopple kicks that damn ass for them.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm going D. Uh, Got to catch football, man. Uh, that simple. Got to catch football. Blocking wasn't great. Like like Spurs said, there was some penalties. But they didn't stay on their blocks long enough as well, a lot of them plays. Uh Tight end.
0: Spanky already said the tight ends, so I gave the tight ends a B. I said, other than one drop, our tight ends played pretty well. McKellen Castles had the long touchdown. It was probably our best offensive moment of the entire game.
3: Just throw my tight end there with the wide receivers. I'm
1: pretty let down at the moment. Uh, B-plus the for friends. tight ends. Uh, blocking was good. Couple yeah. couple catches. Uh, McKellen Castles, that's that's what he is, man. He was an NFL Target before he come here, and that, we're, we're really going to put him on. the That track. gave us just
0: a bit of a preview of what we can expect from Castles. Hundred percent offensive line. Well, since Spanky's looking, I'm going to go first. Oh, yeah, I gave on, our bro. offensive line a C minus. There is absolutely no reason why Austin P should have been in our backfield whatsoever. Speed is sometimes better than size, but Austin P didn't have either speed or size. Now, I'm really concerned about. Our offensive line coming into Florida, you know, we do get Cooper Mays back, and that that's going to be a big help. Or hopefully, we get Cooper Mays back. But, Sorry, I'm laughing at comment. But, go ahead, oh I was I was really worried about them being in the backfield.
2: Uh, I'm gonna go with C as well. Like the linemen, they and like, like he said, Austin Peay shouldn't have been in the backfield as much. And I guess I don't know if it's like a communication issue, but you you got to pick up blitzes and uh, you got to be communicating. Um, but other than that, just a C minus. Like and look, uh, Florida, they're gonna be it's gonna be rocking whatever. We still gotta communicate. If you see Blitz, you gotta call it. Um, so that's just something we gotta work on. But I think having Cooper back this week, it's gonna help the offensive line out. Because he is the leader of the offensive line. I think having your leader back out there, I think it's gonna help.
3: I'm gonna give C plus and that's just because Cooper's out, I think. Like they said, we get Cooper back. It's going to be a different ball game of the offensive line.
1: I'm going C minus. Uh, Playing a front that's much shorter, lighter, slower, not as athletic as you. Um, we should not have struggled whatsoever. Did you copy my notes? Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: Brains just think a lot. Like. Defensive line. Uh, I gave our defensive line a, a B. I, I thought it was a fairly solid performance, and it, it may have been an a had a the Atello. Is that how you say the quarterback's name? And he not broke that fifty yard run on fourth and two to start the game. Right.
2: Uh, a for defensive line, I thought they had another good game. Couple, couple times they probably should have been in the backfield, but solid effort for them.
3: Y'all give them a B. I'm
1: gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go A. I think another great performance. Just a base type defense. We dominated. Um, anxious to do with what we do with some stunts and twists and. Blitzes, you know, I'm ex- I'm very excited about this defensive line.
0: Defensive backs. I went B-minus. Uh, the pass interference calls uh, was on badly underthrown balls. I, I've said it earlier in the podcast. I love to see that rule change, but it is what it is. Otherwise, Austin P made some good throws, but they really didn't have anything over the top. Uh, a couple of overthrows, it may have changed my grade, but uh, I thought it was okay overall.
2: It seemed like – with the DBs pass interference calls, just, it seems like everybody's gonna have one at some yeah. point. And it's just, it's like, it's like pass interference. are like assholes. Everybody's got one apparently. But um, other than that, like, like what Spurs said, that rule does need to be addressed. And it, it seems like it's not just hurting the college level. It's hurting every level oh, yeah. with pass interference. I just don't see why it's so hard nowadays for that call. I just, I just don't get it.
1: Yeah, I mean, the definition is literally like both players have a chance at the ball, you know.
3: I'll give them B. I thought they covered pretty well.
1: <laughs> going B as well, too. I think they played fine. Like we all said, officiating was bad. I thought Hyden played good. Um, he's got to get his head turned around on some of them plays, but much improved from last year. And I think once we start bringing the pressure up front on the quarterback, I think it's going to, you know, it's going to really help the defensive backs out even more
0: linebackers what b plus you know uh, our attack up the middle was tremendous uh beasley looked awesome i thought some of our young guys got some good reps in the, the you know they were out of position a time or two but but nothing egregious you know i'm just not giving any a's whatsoever in this game just to be honest
2: well you know what i'll give me an a i'm giving the linebacker is <laughs> an a i'm telling you beasley had a phenomenal game he is a dog a, a, played a lot of bodies at for linebacker. the linebackers.
1: I'll give him B, but I'll give Beasley an A. <laughs> yeah,
0: there you go. I'm going to
1: go B as well. Uh, like I said, played a lot of bodies. Out of position, a little bit hesitant, but we're young. We're deep, but we're young at linebacker. You Copy my notes again. Uh, yeah, I like their play, man. All right, special teams, then we'll hit some of y'all's comments. And
2: C plus, like, like Spurs said earlier, at least they made the field goals. Uh, punts could have been a little bit better. Kicks off could have been a little bit better, um, but C plus for
0: them. Uh, I gave a B, and it's pretty much the same notes that uh, that Spanky just said. We have made all of our kicks now. All, all of our field goals and all of our extra points have been good. Uh, you know, we gotta we gotta punt better. We gotta kick better. Still, uh, those are gonna hurt us this week if it happens. And we recovered a buff punt, so you know, all's
3: good. Kicking on field goals, give them an A. Uh, kicking on kick off. F, I mean three in the first two games. We're gonna have to work on that a lot. We can't be having that happen against a big time game at all. That's a that's a starting at thirty five yard line. That's a that's a big penalty right there.
1: Yeah, we definitely can't do it against Florida. Uh, I, I'm gonna go B, hundred percent field goals, hundred percent on PATs. Um, I think punting overall was fine, um, but kickoffs they improved, but they've got to improve even more. Going, going down there. Well,
2: look, I, I got an idea how we can solve this putting issue, guys. Are you ready for this? Look, this is gonna, this is like curing cancer here. It's gonna solve all the world's problems, end world h- hunger. This is how you fix the putton issue. Just get first downs and score. Score that, right? That is how score you touchdowns. fix the punting issue
1: right there.
0: Yeah, I hope we don't have to punt again all year. I'll be okay with that. Yeah, it's funny because last week we was like, well, we need to work
1: on punting, but we're not going to punt. And <laughs> and pee. And we, we, we punted. We punted. Uh, Chase Gregg says, see y'all in Gainesville Vols Deep Podcast. Yeah, I can't wait to see you, man. Terry Reeves says, home opener delay seemed as bad of a call as their field off. Yeah, um. Not running through the T, man. Uh, that's what I'm you blaming know, everything.
0: Unfortunately, on. that that call is is was, more along the lines of, <laughs> of liability and safety than anything. If there's a there's a lightning strike within eight miles of the stadium, they, by by rule they must delay the game for thirty minutes. It's the same thing in high school. If there's a lot lightning strike within mm-hmm. eight miles, I have to pull every kid off the field, no matter what. I think
1: running through the I I don't care if you got to get penalized. You run through the damn yeah. T. I agree. But, yeah.
2: Why didn't they run through the TV? Even, even when they brought them back, why couldn't the band go
0: it, back up?
1: I guess because the band was in the tunnel somewhere, and they wasn't, I don't know, I guess.
0: I, I can tell you why, if you want to know the real reason. If you want to know the real reason why, because timing and TV, well, TV's yeah. like, we want to start now. That's and then, fine, yeah. Yep.
2: Yeah, good point, man. Huh?
0: Well, you see, uh, we could have formed a
2: T TV for them out there, brother. We could have <laughs> got some people out there to form a T TV for them.
3: I said the same thing for TV, but then again, I was reminded <laughs> that... Uh, they was on SEC Network Plus and the ESPN app, so they had nothing else before or after coming on.
2: Well, still, them, if you're on SEC. That is true. They're going to – that is a good point, but they're still going to try to control
1: you.
0: Uh, Kimberly says 98 didn't begin very good either. That is very true. And someone mentioned – I don't remember who it was. I seen it earlier, but but Austin P was only down by Bama 17 to nothing at halftime, so last year. So they gave Bama a pretty good first half as well. Uh, James Ferris mentioned uh, – Boo Carter looking at Colorado going on a visit. Are we? are yeah, worried about he'll, that. He'll the ends, simple I answer is simple answers,
1: Yes. <laughs> I think once he sees the the difference in atmosphere, that might help. But honestly, I obviously don't know Boo, but I think NIL money might be the and Tennessee's can pay more than Colorado unless it's coming out of Dion's pocket. Uh, Devin says C minus for receivers. Blocking was really good. Drop passes unacceptable. I agree with you, Devin. He said, last year, Austin P at half with Bama was 17 nothing. Final score was 34 yeah, That was a comment I
0: said. I couldn't find it again.
1: Yeah, that's a very good point as well. Let's see. If I missed you, just hit me again. Kevin says Tennessee versus Florida State in the Rose Bowl. That'd be cool. Well, it, <coughs> Corey yeah. Corey Elmore says go Vols. It can't
3: happen, though, because the Rose Bowl is for the Pac-12 and the Big Ten.
2: You just crushed that man's dream. I want you. To but know that. you just did him dirty.
3: But he's throwing out a good point because we talk about history repeats itself. And uh what if Florida State and Tennessee is the championship game this year?
0: Oh Lord, it's going to get expensive. Oh gosh. <laughs>
1: yeah, be, be
0: doing stuff. You could like imagine
1: just, uh, what ticket prices
2: be were for '98. Oh my Lord. Selling off some
0: hockey
1: jerseys. Jonathan on Facebook says passing game was a solid F minus. That, the combination of everyone involved in the passing game. Inaccurate passes, drop balls, home calls, bad decisions. Few downfield passes. Let's see. Mr. Jones says Joe needs to target Brew and Squirrel. Squirrel has been quiet so far. Joe needs to start wedging balls into their f- – <laughs> Jamie says Joe needs to start – Wedging balls into their face mask, little giant style.
2: <laughs> our look, they they deem it as not a catch or whatever. That'd be Joe. Luck.
0: Just need to take the ball and just throw it as hard as he can and hit a defensive back in the in the stomach, and then he won't cover us anymore.
2: Hey, maybe he could throw it so high that he he could run down there and catch the ball, catch it himself. Yes. Hey, there you go.
1: Got quite
0: a few listeners on YouTube, not.
1: All right, let's give out some game balls. Who would you give the game ball to
0: on offense? <laughs> go ahead, Spanky. I know I got mine. I, I'll, I'll let you go hang All still right. My offensive game ball goes to Charles Campbell, our field goal kicker. <laughs> three for three on field goalsies, 10 for two on extra points for the year. I've got him wrote down as my second one. <laughs>
2: there you go. <laughs>
3: that's actually who I have wrote down on my
1: paper. <laughs> <laughs> that,
2: that's pretty bad, boys. I'm not even gonna give one for offense. I'm just I just I'm not gonna give one.
1: I'm gonna go Jalen Wright, thirteen carries, right. hundred and twenty-four yards, nine point one average. For, he had he had a solid day. Um defense defensive game balls. Uh, I think this uh, one
2: is uh is anonymous. Unanimous.
1: Yeah. I, write, I write I down multiple because I ain't copying like Spanky does. I, well I don't think I don't anybody. think
0: you have to copy on this yeah, one. This is, this is this is Aaron Beasley. Yeah. Nine tackles, he had five for a loss for twenty-four yards and two, t- two sacks that was 19 more yards. So uh, <laughs> 43 yards total lost on Be- Beasley's tackles. Yeah,
1: he leads the country in uh, tackles for loss.
0: Yep.
1: I'm going to go Wesley Walker, change it up, six tackles, one tackle for loss, and one sack. All right, thank you all for listening for our first main talking point of the day. We're going to take a short, like, one-minute break. Uh, We have a lot more coming your way, including a giveaway. Share this out for us, please. Comment, like. If we missed your comment, comment it again. Next, we have Start, Bench, Cut. Since July of 2021, our student-athletes have capitalized on so many NIL opportunities that have been presented to them. Those opportunities exist because of the power of all Nation. When you combine the most passionate fan base in the country with the city of Knoxville and our great state, you create the nation's number one NIL destination for student athletes. There's no better place for our players to build their brands than right here at Tennessee. I encourage all of you to support and donate to Spire Sports and Our Lady Ball Booster Collective. These collectives are here to serve our student athletes the right way in our community. To get involved, please scan this QR code now. It's been an incredible fall for our program and we are just scratching the surface of what we can accomplish. Let's all do our part to ensure that Tennessee continues to lead the way in name, image, and likeness. Go Big Orange! All right, next we have start, bench,
0: cut. Put that cigarette over out. Corbin. Let's scoot over, buddy. Get closer to me. All right, uh, we're live from
1: the Vols Deep pan, uh, Man Cave. We hope you're having a great and Wednesday in living night. color. Um, Live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. Share it out for us. Slap the like button for us. We'd truly appreciate it. We have start, bench, cut. How this works is I'll give a question. We have to rank our answers in order from first to last. Start being one and cut being three or last. Uh, Question one, what is your biggest concern about this football team going into the swamp? Quarterback, drop passes, or secondary? To me –
2: I'm going to start drop passes. That's a big concern just because last week we can't have. It's okay to have drop passes against Austin P. It's not okay to have drop passes against an SEC school. Uh, bench, I'm going to go with the quarterback. I think Milton, I think he'll be fine. But we, just, we still got to watch out for it. I think he's going to be fine. Then cut, I'm going to go <laughs> with the secondary. Even though – Florida's offense is not what we would call the old Florida offense. It's not the fun and gun type of shootout offense, but I just still worry about that secondary just a little
0: bit. Starting the quarterback, it's going to be better. Simple as that. I don't know if it's his footwork, I don't know if it's some of his head. It's just going to be better, and I'm a Joe guy, so I believe it will be. I'm going to bench drop passes, it goes hand in hand with the quarterback. And just like Spakey said, I'm gonna to cut the to secondary. I think Florida's a run-heavy team to begin with.
3: I'm gonna start drop passes. We can't have that happen again. We gotta improve from this past week. Uh, gonna bench uh, the secondary just because it's Florida. We're probably gonna have some uh, probably gonna have some injuries. Probably gonna have some cramps going on. As bad as it is, to say, but that's how it goes. And uh, cut the quarterback uh, Milton. I I still think Milton's a guy. Ain't got no doubt. in. he's played good so far. So.
2: And it's crazy that Florida is such a better run team than past team. Because that's usually not like, especially these past couple years, Florida has struggled to run the ball the past couple years. Like, and they've, uh they've, they've been okay with, with passing the past years, but I just don't think they got the quarterback that they need I right totally now. Agree. They don't.
1: Yeah. I'm going to start quarterback. We have to have good quarterback play to win in the swamp. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm actually going to bench our secondary just because of the history of our secondary, especially against Florida. Um, go back to 2017 and something. Yeah, flashbacks, <laughs> don't you? <laughs> uh, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut drop passes because I think we figured it out this week. Um, I really do. Question two: How many points did Tennessee beat Florida by this weekend? Three, three or less, seven or ten.
2: Well, I'm going to go with uh, what I think the score is going to be. I think I'm going to start 10. Uh, I think it's going to be a 10 or more ball game. Um, bench, I'm going to go with seven. And then cut, I'm going to do three. I I think Florida, they're going to give us a fight because like what we said earlier, it's the motivation game for you. It's And that's the thing that Billy Napier and his staff are looking for. They're looking for that marquee win. like, And they really don't have that. And that's kind of what you need to set yourself apart from everybody else as a coach. you got to have a marquee win. So, I think he's – if you thought last year he was going balls to the wall, I just got a feeling you might want to hold off on this one.
0: Billy Napier is 0-5 versus his big rival opponents. It's Florida State, Georgia, and Tennessee. Never beat a rival. He
1: paid – McNeese State, or they paid $500,000 to break their four-game
0: losing streak. Uh, I start ten plus. I think it's a fight for two and a half quarters, and I think Tennessee's talent takes over, and and we win going away. I'm going to bench seven, and I'm going to cut three or less. I'm going
3: to take around. I'm going to start around seven. Uh, it's going to be a close game. Florida could be the worst team ever, and we could be the best team ever, and the other way around, and it's still going to be a close game just because it's a rivalry game. Uh, bench bench three it could come down to the wire i mean just what i just said i mean it's tennessee florida it's not going to be the easiest of wins florida's going to play tough it's it don't matter how bad they are they're still going to play tough and 10 plus cut it
2: well that swamp it's going to be electric saturday now how long it's how electric long, yeah That's the question.
1: Hopefully hopefully for about 15 minutes. I'm going to start 10-plus. I think we're about to see a different Tennessee team show up. I do, too. Um, I'm going to bench seven, and I'm going to cut three or less, but I don't care if it's one point. I just want to win. Just a win, baby. It's all that matters. Just want to win. Question three. Uh, Yesterday was National Video Game Day. Rank these video games. Grand Theft Auto, Madden, Call of Duty.
2: Okay, so my list is gonna be very controversial. I don't know it. That's what I'm good for here. But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna start Madden. And look, I get the hate on it. Everyone's like, it's the same game every year. Well, you know what? It's the game that everybody plays every single year. Um, I love it. It's the game that I always love. I wish we had NCAA. Hopefully, everything gets straightened out right now. We can get that next year. But I'm starting Madden. Benching Grand Theft Auto. I know that's kind of hard to say, but as a teenager, everybody has played Grand Theft Auto. And for me, the game I could never really get into as a kid, and I'm going to cut it is Call of Duty. I know that's very controversial. Everybody.
0: Start Madden. It's a true sports classic. Uh, uh, just golly, what did it start back in '98, something like that, maybe longer than that. Uh, it's been around forever. What's the first Madden there, Corbin? I know you know. Uh, Six, Madden's Got been around forever, like so that, yeah. you had to start Madden. Uh, I'm going to bench Call of Duty. Uh, I don't like the story mode, but I love playing online Call of Duty uh, for 15 or 20 minutes at a time, just going in there on, on Nuketown and just uh, uh, shooting a bunch of, of fake computer things. And I, I'm going to cut, uh, cut Grand Theft Auto. I've I played it many times. It's just out of the three, is the one I pick. Uh, I guess I'll have
3: to start uh – Call of Duty. I mean, I played a lot of Call of Duty in my life. And uh, that's what everybody, you know, everybody plays Call of Duty. And that's the only reason I've always played it, because all my buddies play it. And uh, I'm terrible at it, by the oh, way. I I mean, I, I'm i not the best. Like, I'm usually fi- 500 at best. But uh, uh, Bench, Grand Theft Auto. I'm waiting for the next Grand Theft Auto to come out been waiting on it for like 10 years now. And uh, cut Madden. I love Madden, but Madden has never been like the go-to game for me. Like, I'll always go to NBA 2K or something else over it. Like, it it really is the same thing every year. There's no change, and the gameplay can be pretty bad at times, so.
1: I'm starting Madden. I can play it all mm-hmm. day long. I do agree. It's it, and I, w- I would have put NCAA on here, but it just destroy everybody else. If you
3: put NCAA on this list, like, there's nothing that could, that's going to beat it.
1: Uh, I'm going to bench Grand Theft Auto. Fun. Uh could play it all day as well. I'm going to cut Call of Duty. Used to like it, but I just can't get into it anymore.
0: Hey, just so you know, you're having some live feed issues. Oh really? Yeah, we are no longer live on YouTube, and it's cutting in on Facebook occasionally. Hmm. Those of you on Facebook, are y'all having any issues uh connected to us? Let us know. Oh,
3: well, we just dropped like from a. Well, we we've dropped five years YouTube's on Facebook. YouTube's
2: gone. I think we hung up on
0: them. Yeah, James Fair mentions is a lot of messing up. Hmm.
2: Tell us the symptom.
3: Well, it says we're live now on fa- on YouTube, so. Oh, we'll back up on Facebook now. So,
1: Okay, we're getting everybody back now. Let's we'll keep so. going because it's recording. So, uh, Other than Tennessee versus Florida, which game are you most excited about this weekend? Georgia uh, versus South Carolina, LSU versus Mississippi State, or Washington at Michigan?
2: To me, I'm going to go with uh, LSU versus Mississippi State. I think that could be an interesting one. Mississippi State coming in undefeated right now, playing with a lot of hype, a lot of mojo right now. And LSU, they're kind of at a crossroads right now. Um, that loss to Florida State was not the prettiest one. Uh, then bench uh, Washington at Michigan State. There's a bunch of things going on up there at uh, Michigan State right now. I'm kind of curious how their players react to everything. And then cut Georgia versus South Carolina. I could care less who wins this game. I hope they both lose. You know what? I hope there's a weather delay and the game gets canceled, and nobody gets a refund in that stadium.
0: Well, that's pretty interesting, Spanky. Uh, those of you that can see us and are listening, just know that we are recording this, this podcast, so it, it will air even if you can't see us live. So we're working through some uh, technical difficulties. Uh, internet service isn't the best sometimes. So we'll get there. But uh, as far as this list, I'm going to start Georgia versus South Carolina simply because it's two teams that's on our schedule. And it's Georgia's probably only somewhat decent test before Tennessee's game. I'm going to bench LSU and Mississippi State. I am very intrigued by Mississippi State. They're playing well. And I'm going to cut Washington versus Michigan State. I I, I really couldn't care less. I'm going to start uh, Georgia, South Carolina. Just out of the fact, like you said, we've
3: we'll we got to play both of them. And uh, Georgia hasn't looked too hard to start the season. So, I mean, they're, it's at South Carolina. so. We're going to see if a uh, Georgian go away and what they're going to do. I mean, see if they can actually start out pretty good against an SEC school where they haven't done so well against pretty much FCS schools. But uh, I'm going to bench the Washington-Michigan State game. Yeah, Michigan State's got a lot of things going on, but they're still a good ball program. And uh, Washington – uh, what's Washington right now? About twelfth or something? They're eighth, I believe. Eighth. They're
0: above the Tennessee.
3: So uh, that's an that's a way game for Washington. So that's going to be a they're going to have to go to and Michigan State's fans bring it. That the crowd does bring it. I will say that. Michigan but, State lost their head coach this week. That's what I was and saying. They, they got them problems going on. They did lose their coach, but at the same time, they still got a pretty good ball program.
2: That's usually the rallying cry games if you always watch.
3: And then uh, LSU Mississippi State. I think LSU is going to. Pulling it out honestly. No, it's gonna they're gonna I mean if
1: they don't, Lord have
3: mercy.
2: Don't count out the cowbells.
1: I'm gonna start Georgia South Carolina. I just wanna see we've seen Georgia struggle, you know, in the first half and so I just wanna I don't know. I just wanna see how they I hey, lie, well, I'm gonna say go cox. Yeah, oh I I, I would love it. I would love I it. just said it. Anybody over Georgia. Anybody, don't even sit sit over and act like that. You don't like Cox. Um, (laughs) I'm gonna bench Washington at Michigan State. (laughs) I kind of think, like y'all said, I kind of think Michigan State um, might have a little something for them. Um, I don't think they're gonna win or anything, they might make it close. I'm gonna cut uh, LSU, Mississippi State, pull over Mississippi State. But LSU is gonna be just fine there. Yeah, Uh, after NFL week one, who's the biggest loser? The Giants losing to the Cowboys, forty to nothing. The Steelers losing to the 49ers, thirty to seven, or the Bengals falling to the Browns, twenty-four to three. Well, the because, Bengals, the Bengals losing the Browns. I mean, Joe Burrow signed that
3: brand new NFL record contract and goes out and loses thirty-eight to three to the Cleveland Browns.
2: Well, his hand was sore from signing on that dotted line. Ah. <laughs> uh,
3: I don't want no excuses. From, but look, but. numbers
2: don't lie, Corbin. Numbers do not lie. The Giants losing 40 to nothing to the Cowboys. That That's a goose egg on the board. That's the biggest loser right there. I'm not even going to talk about the Cowboys, but you get beat by 40 points. You don't even score zero. Look, that's happened to me a lot in my lifetime, okay, and it's not a good feeling. I hope got one. And then bench, I'm going to go with the, the Steelers losing to the 49ers 30 to37 that's just that's still there's a lot of bad things going on in Pittsburgh and then like I said the Bengals losing to the Browns not a good look but it's still somewhat of a competitive ball right
0: I'm going to start the Jets losing Aaron Rodgers after four snaps uh, it's not even on the list but that would have been my start uh, 75 million dollar guaranteed contract and he played four snaps but as far as this list goes I'm going to start the Giants losing to the Cowboys 40 to nothing. I'm going to bench the Bengals, losing to the Browns 24-3. to And the Steelers are going to be all right. The 49ers look pretty dang good.
3: Well, I already gave my start, so uh, I go to the bench. Uh, give the bench to the Giants and the Cowboys 40 uh, nothing. But don't be telling me sitting here right now that the Cowboys are back. Like I hear this every year. The Cowboys ain't back for shit.
2: Well, Dalton Roberts says we were sleeping on his Cowboys we well, I can promise you this I was sleeping I when was. they were playing
3: I'm sleeping on the Cowboys like Tim Allen is sleeping on the Detroit Lions Since 1992 on Home Improvement on the TV show
2: Nice sleeping during the game That's for sure
3: And uh, cut the Steelers and 49ers uh, 49ers are a very good team 49ers may be a Super Bowl caliber team The Steelers They got Trubisky as quarterback He's still a d- developing quarterback I love the Steelers, one of my favorite teams, but it's 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 going to be a, a rough couple of years for Pittsburgh fans. Uh, I'm
1: gonna I'm gonna start the Bengals fall to the Browns. I think with the Bengals' talent, only scoring three points is pretty pathetic. Uh, I'm gonna bench the Cowboys. Uh, they did look good though, Dalton. They did look good. I don't know how long they can keep looking good. Or do it when it matters. And then I'm going to cut uh, the Steelers losing the 49ers. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm not surprised at all there, really. I'm not on the Steelers bandwagon.
2: I'll tell you one thing, Luke, that stood out to me this weekend. You can ask Corbin because we watched some games together. And I got very excited. Even though we didn't win the game, even though the Broncos did not beat the Raiders, but Sean Payton, sir, you have my respect. You starting the NFL season off for your team, kicking an onside kick, even though we didn't get it. But my God, I respect the hell out of it. And I love it.
3: Well, I'll say this, and this is a Tennessee related T. Higgins, who's with the Bengals right now. It is rumored that T. Higgins is not going to return to Cincinnati next mm-hmm. year out of the fact that he is a was they signed Bo with that big contract and they ain't gonna be able to afford him. So T. Higgins may be looking for a new team next year. And where he may land, that's going
1: to be a big question mark coming up. I don't think YouTube is working for whatever reason. Uh, Facebook's working. So we'll just continue to go on Facebook, and I guess I'll just repost it uh, on YouTube. But that was Start Bench Cut, very fun segment. One of my personal favorites uh, we'll have our second main talking point of the day next it's time to talk about tennessee traveling to the swamp stick around we have our giveaway coming your way we put your skills to the test with spurs predictions we'll be right back megan's cleaning services is here to meet all of your home cleaning needs from a basic clean to a deep clean from a one-time clean to a bi-weekly clean Megan's Cleaning Service is here for you. We provide residential, commercial, and rental cleanings for the best prices. Serving Knox, Anderson, Scott, Roan, and Morgan Counties. Give me a like on my Facebook page. My phone number is 423-539-7266. Again, that's Megan's
2: Cleaning Services at 423-539-7266. Thank you.
1: All right, and we're back. Next, we've got our second main talking point of the day presented by Trident HydroClean. Thank you for sponsoring this segment. Um, we're live on Facebook, YouTube, and, well, take that back. We was on YouTube. I don't know what's going on with YouTube. Everything else is working, to my knowledge. But right now, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, share this out with your friends if you don't care. Big giveaways coming up soon. Game day, week three info. Tennessee travels to Florida. This Saturday, first SEC game of the year, Eastern Division game. Uh, this matchup will be on ESPN, 7 p.m. Kirk Herbstreit. Street. Chris Fowler will be on call. The line has moved quite a bit. Is it still at like five, six and a half? Six and a half. I just checked it. Uh, it's supposed to be mid 80s, cloudy, the Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. The stadium full of 88,000 fans. Yep. So uh, we got. Chris Fowler and Hope
3: Street on ESPN this week. So, what's the ABC game this week? I don't know. Like, that's the prime time game, main ABC, and they're coming to
1: call the Tennessee well, game.
2: Guess what? The prime time game this week's going to be the Vols and the Gators, baby. Yeah, that's
1: what everybody's going to be watching. And if we do anything like we did at LSU, more than more than a third of the stadium is going to be the right color
0: orange. You know. College game day is going to Colorado this week. Had Colorado not been at home, I believe they would have been in in Gainesville. Because as far as the marquee matchups, we may have the best matchup of the week. So, if you're a Tennessee fan, get in your car, get on an airplane, ride a bicycle, whatever it takes. Show up in force in the swamp. Skip NASCAR, Corbin. The swamp is this weekend. You know, it's Florida week. We're sitting in section 36, row 21. So, come on and join us. Wear your checkered overalls, wear all the orange you can wear. We're going to raise some hell, and we're going to beat the damn Gators. I love it.
2: You know what? If you walk to Gainesville right now, you would probably miss the ball game. So you might want to get some more transportation, like he said, all the above, train, car, FedEx, UPS, uh, whatever you got. Just don't walk because you will be late to the game. I'm, I'm, if, you, if, you're ahead, speed,
3: if you're at Spanky's walking speed, you never make it there in like next 15 weeks. You're so.
2: dang right.
0: I'm gonna give a secret out. I'm flying out of Nashville tomorrow morning to Gainesville on the <laughs> Air, and my plane ticket was forty dollars. There's you no heard excuse. That? Forty dollars to fly from Nashville to Orlando. Rent a car and drive to Gainesville. It's no problem. That's
3: actually a
1: good
0: that's a hell of a deal. Uh
1: Let's see, man. Tennessee is 4-1 and one in their last five games. Florida is 1-4 in their last five games. Mentioned before they paid McNeese uh, five th- $500,000 just to get a W. Uh, Tennessee's averaging 477 yards per game. Russian, uh, oh, sorry, 220 yards per game. Russian, 257. I got that backwards again, man. We're really struggling today. 220 passing yard average, 250 rushing yard average. Tennessee, through two games, has allowed 270 yards per game, um, 183 yards passing, and 87 yards rushing. Uh, Florida is averaging 453 yards per game, averaging 283 pass yards, 170 rush yards. Florida defense is averaging allowance of 191 yards per game. 115 of those yards are passing. 75 of those yards are rushing. Uh, we'll do our predictions later, but what are your biggest concerns going into Florida? Well, for one, that's some high stats of Florida on offense already. Oh,
3: 453 yards per game. That's a lot. I'd say McNeese
1: uh, yeah. jacked them up. <laughs> uh but anyway the swamp curse is what I'm worried about uh the voodoo the juju, whatever it is
2: voodoo spur your magic uh,
1: the quarterback play scares me. I said it much I waited long ago i thought I thought it said uh they was
3: allowing that much i was like for uh, I was like four hundred and fifty they allowing
0: four hundred and fifty three yards What is Florida doing over here <laughs> so what are your biggest concerns? My biggest concern is our headspace. If something goes against us early, we must rebound. Uh, players make plays. We're a better team. We're more talented than Florida. So just go out there and play our game and we'll be fine.
2: What concerns me is keeping them in the game. When you're on the road in a hostile environment like that, you can't keep teams in the ball game. you got to put your foot on their throat, make them like it for 60 minutes, and you got to keep going. You've got to make them quit. Because that fan base down there in Gainesville – I can promise you this, they are looking for a way out. So, if we can get up on them early and fast, you will see the swamp drain quickly.
0: I looked it up. Florida had 333 passing yards against Utah and only 13 rushing yards. However, they were behind the whole game and was having to try to make plays. So, uh, Florida's a run first team. Let's be honest about it. Uh, well, with uh, Utah stats, uh, the first
3: they, they pretty much done everything in the first half of the game yep. against Utah.
2: I will say this about Florida. They did improve last week against McNeese State. They did not have two number threes on punt team. So that is an improvement
0: for them. Good job, Florida. (laughs) Screw them.
1: My biggest fear, though, is if we do have bad quarterback play, introducing Nico in the swamp. Mm. I've said that since episode one.
2: That's like taking a little child – and saying, hey, you're going to swim today, boy, and he can't even walk yet throw him right in there.
3: Well, you say that, but look how many times that we've been in the swamp and we've gave like – it's come down to like switching quarterbacks and uh, that's what it's come down to and that's how we have determined our quarterback for the rest of the season is always Florida. Like how how many times have we determined our quarterback from
0: the Florida game on? I you don't know. know, tell me. Brother. You know, as long as Florida doesn't play their backup quarterback, I think we're okay. That's doomed this more than once. But but you know you know, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about.
1: Uh Tennessee players called a team meeting, players only meeting following the Austin P game. A bunch of rumor mill activity here, but it's been said that Joe kinda called the meeting. Glad to see some leadership here.
0: Yeah. I'm not sure that this was a raw raw meeting more than it was. Let's get on the same page. There, there doesn't seem to be any friction in the locker room. I think, I think Joe Milton's just showing some good leadership and getting, getting everyone on the same page and saying, "Hey, let's regroup. That game's over with. Let's get on to Florida."
3: Oh, uh-huh. so Spanky's always next. So I was waiting on him. Nah, I was waiting. Nah, Spanky's
2: too busy on thing. his phone. I'm over here. I'm trying to read the comments of our beautiful people. Beautiful people. beautiful people. Yeah, some beautiful.
1: But I love to hear this. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's a bad thing or, or something toxic or something like that's going on. Um just talking, communicating, but make sure everybody's on the same page. I, I love that you know, that Jokes stepped up and had a team meeting. I hope
3: he's uh like just went and just talked to the guys this week and like just hung around, like just man to man, like up with them, like the receivers, tidy and offensive line, everybody and just like just be right there and just, hey, last week was one thing. This week's Florida. Let's go out here and let's let's do this.
1: Florida head coach Billy Napier has pretty much called out the Florida fan base. They're supposed to be doing a blue out. Uh, that that we'll just stand out even more now. Uh, <laughs> he said that he made it very clear to all the players about the rivalry, how much history is there, how much it means to Florida. Man, the environment's going to be fun. He's going to scare him to death. we got Florida, Georgia, and Alabama coming up. It's the
3: blue out, like as much as happens in Florida, a blue out's not a good thing. There's the cops everywhere.
0: Well, it's it's yeah. checkered overalls for us. It's, it's going to be rowdy for sure. Let's hit them early and take the crowd right out of the game. And by the time it's a blue out, all we'll be seeing is blue seats.
3: What I'm going to be hoping is Western uh, Motor Speedway uh, last uh, – last, well, last My year. God. They always give updates in the Tennessee game. They show highlights on the big screen. And uh I ho- oh,
2: cause the Haslam's pay for it.
3: Oh, yeah, they do own pilot who sponsors NASCAR teams. But uh <laughs> uh I hope to be looking up at the big Titan Charnum Bush speed Speedway and seeing uh Tennessee's winning. I wish I wouldn't do that cause I could, so I could go back and watch it like on replay and not know who's won the I game. I it but piss
2: pours in Bristol. <laughs> it
3: probably will. Yeah, it's Don't say that. It's done it about. I've been there 24 straight times, and uh, it's probably been I mean, 20, 23 out of 24 times. I think times. that is
1: uh, have to take them out of it early, like Spurs said. Uh, it's not going to be any louder than Nealon, so they're used to hearing the noise. It's just opposite opposite side of
0: the ball. Uh, let's just do them like we did LSU. Let's feed on a noise, kind of like Austin P fed on the noise last week. Um, how Use it to our advantage. How concerned are you about our quarterback play going into Florida? Uh, how could we not be concerned on, on a scale of one to 10? I'm at a 7.5. I, I still believe Joe is the man. I mean, he, he's shown it against Vanderbilt last year. He certainly showed it in the orange bowl. Uh, Joe Milton is from Florida and Joe Milton does not lose in the state of Florida. So, uh, Let's hope that it rolls again this week.
2: He doesn't lose in the state of Florida as a starting quarterback. I know there's some been some people out there saying how they did lose last time they were in Gainesville. He was on the team as a starting quarterback. He had to re-emphasize that. But I would, until he until we lose a game and until he throws five interceptions, I'm giving him an eight.
3: Yeah, I'm not concerned that quarterback play at all. I've gave Milton credit already on here, so uh, not concerned. Uh, the question is, even if we had to go to a backup anyway, if there was an injury or Milton N- was taken out for some reason, uh, how healthy is Nico at the moment? Because Nico was out last week with a wrist injury. Is there any update on that, Luke?
1: No, I've not heard anything. I haven't
3: heard anything either. And, he uh, warmed
1: up and everything with the team. I think
3: probably all right. but It's still concerning, I mean.
1: Uh we're gonna hit the comment box real quick. We've not done that in a minute. Uh Chris says we're good on Facebook. Yeah, YouTube's not working. Uh Jamie says we broke the internet on YouTube. I thought that was a good thing. The wreck it well, Ralph. Who's on. He said that racket that wreck it Ralph is full of shit, man. Uh yeah, there was a lot of people on YouTube watching. I'm kinda uh, aggravated too. That's the biggest watch that we've had on YouTube the well, whole tell time. Tell come on over. Uh can't, bud. The chat's down. Uh, yeah, well. Uh Matthew says Mike Tomlin is a sick and underrated coach. Uh, never had a losing season.
2: He's about to. Uh,
1: Kerry Morton says Austin Swint stop breathing into the microphone.
2: It's because they don't hey, make he's... them
0: like they used to. Don't, Kerry Morton's the son of a living legend, so, you know, he can say whatever he wants to.
2: They don't make them like this anymore.
3: Yeah, Kerry Morton didn't have to make a championship to be a oh, champion. shut up. Shut you up. you had to make a we championship to be anything. a
0: champion. Yeah. We, we, ain't, we, ain't we ain't doing wrestling. We ain't doing wrestling. Uh,
1: Wendell Lauder says the refs on the field was pretty bad, but on on the reviews are the calls confirmed or reversed at their level or in Atlanta? Can't imagine anyone other than the refs on the field messing up the fumble call.
0: <laughs> I think it's in Birmingham now. Is it not? I right? think
1: it is Birmingham.
0: Uh, but, uh, yeah. I I don't know. I want to I want to give credit to officials because it's a tough job. I know it is. But by God, how, he catches the ball, he tucks, and he takes two steps, and he fumbles the ball. What, what more was there to see?
1: Marty Allen Cox says, go Vols, Tennessee, by 21. Jeff Hensley said he watched the McNeese in Florida today. I feel much better. Uh, Florida 20, Vols 31. Vols rush for 250-plus yards. Yeah, if, we, okay. if we rush for 250, then we should definitely win the ball game. Uh, Pete Crawford said, Did Spanky stay for all the games? He didn't go Saturday. He's, he's, no, half fan still. No, uh, Tim Burns says, today? We need to make a statement this week. Uh, Jeff Hensley said, Oh, lie and Cooper's stamina. Hop will act like that if Cooper goes, then, then he's going to be fine. And, uh, which I, I think he's going to go. I know he warmed up with the team and everything. Um, Don't take it to the bank, but I think he's going to go. We'll talk more about the Tennessee-Florida matchup shortly when we go over our keys to the game. Let's talk about the AP poll, Uh, just whatever y'all want to say about it. We'll do five at a time. Georgia stays at one, Michigan two. Uh, Man, I put Michigan on there twice. Uh, we got Texas at four, USC at five. USC moves up one spot, Texas moves up seven spots. (coughs) <coughs> uh, big well, State at three there, so. big jump for
3: uh, Texas. I mean that what well, they gained about eight positions in the polls or something like that. Texas, I mean, they beat Alabama. They they did show a statement now. They got to prove prove that they can stay there. They got Oklahoma here in a few weeks, and Oklahoma be a that's gonna be their biggest test. Like, can you go and beat Oklahoma? USC. I'm surprised they jumped one. Honestly, because they kind of struggled.
1: <coughs> they'll go down. They'll go down soon.
2: Wait, wait a couple our def- our weeks.
1: That
0: defense is bad. Well, Georgia didn't look like a number one team for about half of that game. You know, I like Michigan. They still look fine. I even like Texas. Hell, they look good against Bama. But hey,
3: Michigan's playing fine with uh, no Hall Ball as coach. Yep.
2: So I heard he. I heard he's the best chain gang guy around, at his son's a little league game, but. I, the top five, it don't concern me at all. Um, Florida State, Texas, USC, Michigan, Georgia, I think. It'll play itself out. It'll be a totally top five team a month from now because, you know, USC, they still got to go to Boulder. So
1: uh, Six, Ohio State. They drop again uh, one spot after a win. I, I, I said that last week. It's first time ever, I think, Ohio State's dropped after wins. Seven, Penn State. 8, Washington, 9, Notre Dame. They move up a spot. That's not going to last long either. And then Alabama dropped seven spots to number 10.
0: That's yeah, pretty much what I expected. They're not going to put Penn State over Ohio State right now, and Alabama just is in the top ten because their name is Alabama.
1: Yep.
3: thing about Notre Dame, though, being number nine, they do have some t- competition coming up in yeah, the next they're, few they're weeks. Gonna, they're going to drop. They got, like, <laughs> they got like three straight weeks of uh pretty decent teams
1: and then it just falls off after that but yeah we'll see what Notre Dame's made of Tennessee's at 11 they dropped two spots Uh, Utah at 12 13 Oregon 14 LSU 15 Kansas State Tennessee deserved a drop after that performance they they, they did you know
0: it is what it is Uh, after last week's performance it's where we should be unfortunately (laughs) It really doesn't mean anything right now. No, I think. It don't. I think after this week, if we dominate Florida, I think we'll jump back into the that top ten. 100 percent. Yeah.
1: Um, sixteen Oregon State, seventeen Mississippi State or oh, Miss. Oh, I done them dirty, didn't I? Oh they man, they move up three I'm spots. Uh, Colorado moves up four spots. I don't think they're gonna last long either. Man, um, give it time. Oh, here we go. Give like, give he's already rubbing man. his nipples. Uh, they come. Nineteen Oklahoma. They they drop one, and then North Carolina's at twenty. They drop three. So North Carolina falls two and North Carolina over here. Uh, happy Happy State took them to two overtime.
3: As, as I mean, everybody's hot. Like I have been saying for weeks, like everybody's hyped North Carolina. they're so good they could be. They got a Heisman Trophy quarterback, number one NFL draft pick quarterback. North Carolina could make it to the. College football playoff and here they all losing three spots. Like, come on, really. Like it's North Carolina University. They they, they the basketball school always gonna be a basketball school, and don't tell me otherwise, because I've been through this a hundred times in my life. Now, I will tell you this Colorado being eighteen right now. Okay. I think there's kind of a damn hot going on over well, here. Well
2: he beat the runner up, so they deserved being
0: top twenty five, brother. they, they beat. TCU
2: and Nebraska. I man. don't go hating on now. Nebraska.
3: What what has Nebraska done? Don't
2: go hating because you want to jump on the hate bandwagon. Oh
3: damn, he's alive, I'm not, boys. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not on the hate bandwagon. What the hell has Nebraska done the past freaking? ten years.
2: It's still Nebraska. How many
3: how many games did Nebraska down. win last Nebraska's year? Nebraska's awful. How many wins that, how that, many games they horrible. win like the year before? Nebraska, most dedicated fan one of the most dedicated fans. How many fan games did
2: Colorado win last year? They won one. They're already better than they are last year by wins. You beat the runner up from last season. You deserve to be in the top twenty five.
3: So you believe that Colorado can make a run for something?
2: I never said that. I said they deserve to be in the top twenty-five.
3: Well, they got—they got they going to come in order. They're Going to have Utah, Washington, USC. We will see what up.
2: type of team Colorado is coming up with this stretch and in a couple weeks. When they beat all of them, you can sit back and shut your mouth about it.
1: They're going to beat because
2: they coming. And Coach, Sh- Coach Prime is keeping receipts.
1: They're not coming. They're here, the, apparently.
3: The, the, they're not. They're he-
1: over under Spanky takes off the orange and he's wearing Buffalo yeah, Prime put, stuff oh, in a year. Oh, yeah,
3: over. Just put your damn shirt on because, I, I mean, I'm being for real. I am not a believer. Like, there is this is not a damn program under Dion. Dion is not going to be able to. To keep this thing under wraps, like something's gonna happen, something's gonna happen, something's gonna blow up, something's gonna happen. You cannot do what he's doing, and to act the way he does ain't gonna make it. I don't see forward. what he's doing. Gonna, I'm
1: just anxious to see when they when they lose. Yeah, I'm, how, how, it, how it yeah goes. how cocky he's gonna be when he loses.
2: It's just another day. You just gotta bounce back from it. Sometimes your best wins are your best losses, are your worst losses.
3: Yeah, but they're in like the patch twelve, so you lose one At game. Patch have
2: of- doing pretty good right now. Uh, as Pac- a record, Pac- Pac- the Pac-12 they got a better overall record right now than the SEC.
1: Yeah, we'll it, see how. Long, yeah, we'll see how. I'm long not long believing Dion. 21 Duke, 22 Miami, 23 Washington State, 24 UCLA, and 25 Iowa. Duke's looked as good as
0: anybody. Yep, <laughs> straight up. Give it to them Blue yep. Devils,
1: man. Yep. Uh, let's see. Matt says, y'all even looking at the chat, yeah, we are, but we can't do it the whole time or we won't get anything that we want to talk
3: about out. Uh, Jeff Hensley, uh, that's the point I gave last week with TCU, was uh, they lost 17 starters. Yeah, TCU – What
1: about it? Okay,
3: I, I mean, that's a big loss for somebody like TCU. That's not like losing Alabama. Alabama can lose seventeen starters and recovery TCU loses seventeen. If starters If you're going to make
2: the argument of well, they're still defending national championship, Georgia should still be number one. Don't make that same argument and then say well they, they ain't the same. T- don't make the same argument then. Well, Georgia it's loses. Same thing.
1: Georgia loses all them starters. They've still got four and five starters All right that that's them. literally what I just said. It spanky.
2: could be TCU still got all them starters lined up. Okay, don't don't make the same argument of well. They're not the same team last year, and then go on a totally different. So, so
3: you're putting TCU, Big Twelve school, up with SEC schools.
2: When has the SEC ever came into play here? When have once you just put it? We've talked about Colorado and TCU. When has the SEC ever came out of my mouth? Right there. You just said when?
3: you just brought up Georgia like they
2: I'm using it as an example when people are you, you, saying it.
3: Uh, you use use a team that can actually recover. We're here
0: just uh, you, you don't just talk TCU did win big this week over, uh, I don't know, Roan State. Yeah, probably. <laughs> you, 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 used, you, you used an
3: example with Georgia who can recover with players and build a team back up with no problem. TC, TCU can lose players. They can lose 17 players and they can't recover. It's like Boise State. Boise State University, great program all these years, but they played Mountain West all them years. But when they played the bigger schools, they couldn't really do nothing except when they played in that 2008 game against, uh, who was it, uh, Oklahoma University, his girlfriend, and Post to I him at the, rail, yeah.
1: but uh, I mean, come on. The
0: duel started early. Uh, yeah,
1: I'm gonna have to make a note. Just bring something about Dion every duel. Uh, Gets we'll, get him fired b- up. Yeah, <laughs> we'll be right back. We'll have the duel. uh Yeah, speaking of the duel, it's a perfect time. We'll be there right back. Go. Stick with us. Share it out. Give us some likes. YouTube's not working for whatever reason, so just we're just on out, Facebook and Twitter.
0: Set
1: up early. Trident Hydro Clean your exterior home cleaning professionals, house, roof, driveway, concrete, gutters, and much more. Trident HydroClean, 865-363-8815. They've been in business for five years, and they have a five-star Google rating and a five-star Facebook rating. Call Jacob today. Give your house, driveway, and or patio the care it deserves. 100% 100% satisfaction guarantee. See the difference between a professional and an amateur cleaning. That's
2: 865-363-8815. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your man here, The Spank. Like myself, D&M fencing are the best in the business today. They can install wood, chain links vinyl picket composed metal bob wire heck bring them bamboo sticks and they can install them things for you too dnm fencing do it right the first time their numbers are 865-435-4515 or 865-387-1026 give my friend ted a call today that's dnm fencing
1: All right, and we're back next. we've got the duel presented by Premier excavation the champ the spur will battle it out uh over these with these two. This belt's going to Gainesville with me this week is when I win this duel right here yeah got some got some five tough questions uh the winner gets bragging rights and the belt this is fan voted so just vote in the comments who's winning um uh, or who, who wins the duel, they'll, they'll get the belt. So, uh, question one, give me your Joe Milton performance prediction this
0: Saturday in Gainesville. You know, Joe Milton doesn't like this negativity surrounding him. He comes out firing on all cylinders Saturday, and he shows us why he's our number one quarterback. On top of 300-plus passing yards, he's going to stiff-arm someone straight to the ground. Joe Milton's going to throw for three touchdowns. He's going to run for two more on this day, and we're going to stop all this negative talk, Joe Milton's our number one quarterback and he's going to show why Saturday in the swamp.
2: I'm going with Joe, Mil- like Spurs said, he's tired of the negativity. He's tired of hearing it. That's what that team meeting was about. Absolutely. He's like, guys, look here, I'm tired of seeing all this crap. We need to get our crap together. Let's go out and be the vault. Let's be the Vols by 50 again. And I think this Saturday he's going to have a 300-plus yard passing day. I think he's going to go 27 for 35 with three passing touchdowns and a rushing touchdown to put the cherry on top. You
0: said just about the same thing I did,
3: I I agree with y'all. It's a duel, but I agree with y'all. I think, but I think he has maybe two rushing touchdowns. I mean, he's going, he's, I two touchdowns. he's going to get two rushing touchdowns. And Joe Milton, he's going to come out, and it's going to be a big game. And he's gonna come out and he's gonna perform because he's this is Florida, and he don't lose in Florida.
2: As the starter, we gotta specify. That. I don't want people in the comments.
3: And you know what else? We gotta get that when we get that first down to start the game. That's gonna be a big key because that once we get that first down, we get going. We're gonna go on downfield.
0: You know what? I want to see on play one a bomb thrown down right down in the middle, a 60-yard pass mm-hmm. on play one. I'd absolutely love it.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That then that's probably what we'll do, honestly. Like, uh, when we come out, we'll probably uh, do a bomb, honestly. Like, just like they'll think, oh, well, they're going to do a slant route or just a regular post route or After something. After Utah, and,
1: I might be looking for it, though. Do it anyway. Uh, yeah. If, if Squirrel gets loose, they're not going to be able to catch him.
2: I say we onside kick it first play, then go for a bomb. Why Quet, not?
1: Question two, is the SEC really down this year, or is there just an overreaction right now?
2: I, To me, see, that, this is a hard question. That's why you probably put a question mark on it.
1: Obviously. You, you slide dog, sir.
2: <laughs> but I think the SS, SEC is down because, one, and like I'll talk about here on another question we got here, NIL is changing college football, people. Instead of all these five stars and everybody coming to the SEC, They're going all over the country because that's where the money is. So we're not going to have all these five stars loaded up in one conference. It's going to be split up with all these other conferences. So I think, yes, I know people don't like the conference realignment because they say it's bad for college football. But if there's more stud athletes going to different places, different universities, that makes college football better.
3: Well, for one, the conference realignment is a bunch of stupid – you know,
2: I'm not disagreeing with you, but
3: uh, the SEC is still the top dog of college football, and it will always be the top dog of college football, regardless of what's going on with the NIL and everything else. Like the SEC at the end, like the end of the year, you're gonna all you're gonna see is you're gonna see all the SEC schools, you're gonna see Alabama, you're gonna see Tennessee, you're gonna see Georgia, you're gonna see LSU, you're gonna see all these teams, even Ole Miss may even be out right there. You know, uh, who knows? Maybe Hugh Freeze and Auburn gives it around for something, you never know. But uh, it's going to be the SEC at the end of the day. Like, when you're talking about college football playoffs, it's going to come down to, like, okay, we're going to have, like, all these SEC schools. We're going to have, like, one or two Big Ten. We're going to have, like, one ACC. And we're going to have, like, by the time the Pac-12 gets done beating up, because that's what they're going to do. The Pac-12 is going to beat up on each other. That's what's going to happen. I mean, they got all these good teams. But at the end of the day, they're going to end up winning. USC will beat Washington. And then Oregon will beat Washington. Then – all gonna lose to freaking Utah, and then Utah lose to like UCLA, and that's what's gonna happen.
0: These two might not say it; I'll say it. The SEC's down this year, right now. We're we're one in five versus Power Five conference teams, I believe. Uh, you know, we may be strong up top. Georgia's still number one. We still have three teams in the top eleven, but overall, I think the SEC is down. Uh, I, I hope that by the time the season comes around, it that we're not so far down. But my blood bleeds Tennessee orange, so I don't give a damn if the SEC loses every game as long as Tennessee is up top at the end.
3: I do because uh, every game – every time that – with the SEC the way it looks, like – Who cares? The,
0: Screw Georgia. Screw Florida. I don't want them to lose every damn game. I don't believe in especially, this. Well, especially with all
3: the realignment real stuff. You, you, whatever, whatever, man. You, you say you want the SEC to lose every game. I but. do. I want I
0: want them to lose
3: every damn game they play. Okay. Well us <laughs> all
0: Tennessee. I've never – Cheer for Florida. I've never cheered for Alabama, and I've never cheered for them Georgia.
3: Well, let's say this:
2: I've the, made some bad decisions.
3: The MAC mind. conference, the MAC, the MAC, Miami, Ohio, Northern Illinois, Toledo, all them teams. They, every year they beat up each other up like they'll always like six and six schools, seven or five schools, like four, like five wins, seven lost schools. If it comes down to the end, like the even records, so the SEC was slow so much and just beat up on each other. Then Tennessee would a position to go to the college football playoff. Okay, let's say we're going to college football playoff, and the SEC's beat up on each other so much. At the end of the day, they would look at that and be like, "Well, the SEC. I mean, they their best team is like eight or nine wins and ten wins. Like that's nothing too impressive. Like oh, we got three or four Big Ten teams over here that's like got ten wins on the season."
2: But let's look at it like this from a standpoint. Iron you sharpens can- iron. That's how you get better. Like, you you don't get better playing cupcakes every week. You get better being in the fire. Because, look, those born in the fire do not faint in the sun, Corbin. Okay, if you can walk through hell every single day, you going out on a Tennessee Saturday night in the heat ain't going to affect you a damn bit. Okay? okay, That's how you get better. You get better playing the SEC schools. You get better playing all these top ten teams. That's how you get better.
3: Okay, and then you look at it like ESPN does and college football does and, at the, and uh, like Notre Dame, Ohio State, Michigan. These schools that they're stuck up the ass on. And they fucking win all these BS cupcake games. And then ESPN's like, well, Notre Dame's the greatest of all time. I'm going to send them to college football playoff over here. I'm not disputing you with And then uh, Michigan, same way. Ohio State, same way. You can throw off other teams, Oklahoma, Penn State, USC, teams like that, and just be like, well, whoop their ass already. We're going to send them to playoff anyway because the SEC hasn't performed this year.
2: Well, you know what? And, and then Tennessee will be sending that number they five. They want to send them teams in the playoffs? That's fine. While they're out playing damn cupcakes every week and we're out there in the fire, we'll kick their ass and we'll keep on and going.
3: It don't matter when you can't get there because they got too many teams up, up there. Well, ass. Well, one of,
0: of us will be there, by God. There's only four teams going to the damn playoffs to begin with. The SEC's going to get one maybe this year. I don't think they're getting two this year. Uh, if they do get two, Tennessee's going to be one of the two. So, uh, you know, there's four teams. If it's a 12-team playoff like it will be next year, I kind of see your point, Corbin. But this year, screw the SEC and the other teams. I hope they lose every game except it's for Tennessee. and every man for himself.
2: Honestly, the
3: best playoff format is the 16-team playoff that the FCS has
1: done for the past 20 years.
2: I like Mike Leach's 64-team playoff. Just put him in a pot let him go. Oh, golly.
1: Question three. Let us know in the comments who's winning the duel. Uh, which of these statements is the most accurate, Texas
0: is back or Alabama is declining? I'm I'm going first on this one right here. I said last October when Chase McGrath hit a 40-yard game-winning field goal that the dynasty that is Alabama was collapsing. It's continuing to fall now. It's over, Bama. Your dynasty is over. Saban should retire at the end of this year because this is his last ride. Alabama's not going to lose one game this year. Alabama's not going to lose two games this year. Alabama's not going to lose three games this year. Alabama is going to lose four games this year. They're going to drop. They've already dropped to Texas. They're going to lose to LSU. They're going to lose to Tennessee, and they're going to lose to Ole Miss. Alabama, it's over.
2: I'm going to go. I'm going to agree with Spur. Alabama is is declining, but I'm going to give you some facts here. Um, the reason Alabama is declining, it's not the fact that what they're producing on the field is bad. Like, their starting rotation, it probably could be the best in the country. But the thing that has got Alabama to where they're at right now is depth. And like I've kept preaching week after week how college football is uh, changing People, NIL is ruining Alabama as we speak because instead of having a five-star on your second and third string, why would you go to Alabama to be a second and third string player and make more money and be a starter at a lower-end school like any other Pac-10 or Big Ten or wherever? Why would you go sit on the pine at Alabama? That is what is the reason Alabama is down is because the way college football is changing.
3: Nick Saban hates NIL. He cannot stand it. It's it's kind of the day of the dooms for Nick Saban in a way. Like this is where the, the old guys like looking and like, okay, I've had enough. Like this is a bunch of BS and I'm wanting to get out of this. Isn't Alabama on decline? I said it before the season started. And you can go back and look at what I said that they would be on decline. And uh, I do believe Alabama's on a decline, but I think they're on a small decline, but they're on a decline. Nick Saban is a pissed-off man at the moment. And a pissed-off Nick Saban is not good.
2: Better be pissed off and pissed on.
3: Yeah. And uh, Trust me. do I think they lose four games this year? No. Nick Saban's not going to allow Alabama to lose four games. There's no way. No. I would lay money on the table right now. That they will not lose four games.
2: How much? How much of that county money you got, brother?
1: Who wants to bet? We'll make a bet here. Under no,
3: that. No,
2: no, we're getting illegal here.
1: Hey, speaking of bets, Spur has to eat a banana and mayonnaise sandwich. We're
0: gonna get to it. People. Hey, hey, Alabama, how's a tax Slayer Bowl sound to you? <laughs> Alabama's not getting.
2: Hey, no, why? Don't do the tax. Labor. At least give them the Birmingham Bowl so they can go play in their old stadium that they used to play oh, in. Spur.
3: Alabama will make a New York Six, New York Six Bowl, but they oh, are shit. But they are on the decline, and that's even to be on the decline for Alabama, New York's just a New York, New York Six Bowl. Like that's pretty bad for them. Like honestly, is Texas on the upline? Yes, because they're joining the SEC. Okay. Texas, as much as I hate to say they're joining the SEC, that's going to bring a lot of money to them. And they got, Texas got that old money. And uh, Texas is one of these teams that's going to thrive when they come to the SEC. Who
2: gives a damn about money? We ain't seeing the money. while well, we're seeing what's on the field. Who cares about the money? Because right?
3: Texas can pay to bring you there and that's the biggest college football state in America.
2: Well, look, if te- then what about Texas A&M? <laughs> they're in Texas. a and A. a, a, a yeah, they, yeah, they spent their money on Jimbo already.
3: A&M to me is like Texas Tech, like they're not the same level as Texas. Like I love like Texas Tech.
0: He just started to say you love Texas A&M, I heard it.
2: Oh my
1: god. All right, y'all ready for number 4? Let's do it. Let's know in the comments who you think's winning the duel. Do we see Nico Saturday? I hope
2: not. Hope not because, like – Now, look, would it be good for Nico long-term? Yes, it would. Putting him in that game, in that experience, let him thrive. Let, let's see if he can swim. But, look, like we've talked about earlier, I don't think – I just don't think it's his time right now. Now, look here. He could go in the game if it's going to be a blowout in the swamp. That'd he could. Go
0: spanky, that's right. He- Nico gets in when we're up by 17 with three minutes to go in the fourth quarter.
2: But – but if I
1: was, I like it. If
2: if I was Heifel, this is what I'd do. I I'd leave Milton in. I'd leave him. Put your foot on their throat and make them. You like
0: know, it. You know, I kind of wonder if if Heifel's got some kind of wrinkle with Nico that he's worked out that that maybe he just sneaks him in there for a for a quick series just to, just to throw a different look at Florida, make them think something. You know, I think Nico sees the field at some point. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be more than a series or. Or or at the very end, but Nico's going to be on the field at some point. I, I'm excited to see it.
3: Uh, this week we are going to recover at quarterback uh, and receiver both, and tight end all three. And I think that offensive line will play a lot better this week. And uh, Milton's going to get some good plays. He's going to make some good good completions. He's going he's going to be he's going be, it, Milton is going to be a different man this week. Trust me. Okay. Do I think we see Nico? No, because I think it's going to be a close game. Like I said, it's Florida-Tennessee. It's a rivalry game. It's like Texas playing Oklahoma. I mean, it's always close. That's just how it works, okay? That's how it works. And it's going to be a close game. And Milton's going to play the whole game. But he's going to be very good, very consistent. He's going to make his completions. And the receivers are going to catch the ball. And Milton is going to have... Three hundred plus yards, two rushing touchdowns, and three pass touchdowns.
1: I hope you're right. Mm-hmm. All right, great speech. Question five, final question. Let us know in the comments who won the duel. Do we see Aaron Rodgers again after the Achilles tear? Oh, we do. Push. We do. Aaron Rodgers is not done.
3: He he is not going to go out like this. Oh, this is this is easy. He is he is not going to go out like this. He he's just 39 years old. Yes, it's not the it, it's not it's, it's it's not on the scale of an ACL tear, okay? It's close, but it's not. 18 months.
0: It's a complete tear to ACL. A complete tear, he's done.
3: Oh, he didn't tear his ACL, I'm talking about. It's his Achilles, it's his he Achilles but he he didn't tear his he didn't tear his ACL, he tore his Achilles, but it's not on the same level as an ACL is what I'm saying. And uh it's close, but it's not. Hey, we will see Aaron Rodgers again because he's not going to go out like this. And uh, I will say this.
1: How old is he right now? 39. Th- 39.
3: When he was uh, on Monday Night Football Monday and he was standing there and he went down on the ground. I went back and watched that, watch that like two times. And the way he done it was it, it was like, almost like he was like looking out to the fans and looking to the sideline and like soaking it in and being like, I'm hurt. This cannot happen like this. What is going on? And that is a man that does not want to go out of the NFL like he's going to have to go out. If and he's not going to go out like that. He's going to. Be, he'll be back. He may not come back as the most 100 percent player, but he's still Aaron freaking Rodgers, and he will come back. And he will be still a very good quarterback. This is the most Jets thing ever. And when he comes back next year, he's going to come out and he's going to actually get the Jets to playoffs. Mark
0: my fucking words. <laughs> Jesus. There's no way to just make the playoffs next year of Aaron Rodgers. He's, he won't even be back by next year. He's he's 39 years old. He's not 24 now. You know he's not not 25. He's 39. You know he's getting up to be in Tom Brady's age. If Tom Brady tore his uh, uh, Achilles. He wouldn't be coming back. Aaron Rodgers has made 75 million dollars guaranteed on four snaps. 18.7 million dollars per snap. And I will say this. Aaron Rodgers dropped back four times and was hit four times. Did you notice that? He wasn't protected at all. If I'm Aaron Rodgers, I'd take my money and go to the house.
2: Um, Do I think Aaron Rodgers comes back? Yeah, I do. But do I think discount, double check, everything, (laughs) he's a bad man, Aaron Rodgers comes back? No, I believe that Aaron Rodgers was gone as soon as the Achilles snapped. Yep. I believe he will come back. I don't think he will be the same Aaron Rodgers as he was before. At the age of 39 years old, an injury like – look at Kobe Bryant. As a prime example, God loved Kobe Bryant to death, but whenever he started getting older in age, as soon as the Achilles injury happened to him, he went downhill. When you are older, all you old folks can vouch for me here in the comments down below. Once you get older, it is harder and harder for your body to heal and for you to come back better than ever.
0: I'm 41 years old myself. I just told my age. I'm the oldest person. Yeah, you believe that? I'm I'm Aaron Rodgers when he comes back from his Achilles. I can tell you, it's hard (laughs) to get out of bed some days.
1: Yeah,
0: a little long recovering from Achilles. But these are NFL trained uh, athletes. Are
2: you saying I'm not? Oh my gosh, this is peak male performance right here, Corbin. What are you talking about? I'm the champ right here,
3: Corbin. I mean, honestly, NFL trained athletes with doctors like million. These doctors make millions of dollars to work for the teams and work for the medical staff. And then they Why got, couldn't they help Kobe right in. The There's
0: a pro team coming right here in just a minute.
3: and Rogers, <laughs> w- Rogers will be back. Trust me I, on that. I'm,
0: not, I'm not
2: sitting next to you, Ethan. I'll stand behind you.
1: Oh, uh, shoot. All right, let us know in the comments who you thought or think won the duel. We're going to go over the keys to the game versus Florida after that. We've got Florida, Alabama, Georgia, or other. And then we've got our predictions. And then Spur is going to eat a banana and mayonnaise. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> banana and mayonnaise sandwich because he was uh, last
0: week's loser of the predictions. Remember, I win. This belt goes to Gainesville with us. Well, you are in the lead.
2: Uh, Let's just keep that belt back home in Rocky Top. Baby. All right. Tennessee. Get ver- stolen down
1: there. Tennessee versus Florida in the swamp this Saturday. It's been 20 years since we've won in the swamp. What are your keys to the game for Tennessee? We'll start with offense. Get completions. Uh, offensive line block. Uh, protect the quarterback.
3: Uh, we're going to come out. We're going to win this game.
0: I honestly believe that. Catch the damn ball. Run with force. Protect the quarterback. Accurate throws and play four quarters.
2: To me, it's consistency. That's the key of the game. Um, like we we will show signs and spurts of being a great and a good football team, but you got to stay consistent. You can't have hey for this play I'm gonna take this play off. Next play I'm gonna look good, but then the next play no. You gotta keep it there. You gotta be consistent all game long on offense. You gotta have that up tempo, upbeat offense, and you gotta be deadly with your attacks.
1: Yeah, have to start fast, get on them fast. Mertz, their offense, they're not built for, for comebacks. Um, O-line has to dominate. I think we got to establish a really good run game. Even if you look at history between Tennessee and Florida, a lot of it comes down to who ran the ball better. Uh, got to protect Joe, give him a little bit of time. Uh, Hendon lit it up a little bit last year running. Um, I, think, I think Joe might have to run the ball a little bit, um, catch the football. Third down offense has to be better. We were three for twelve versus Austin P. That's not good enough. We were like fifty percent with Hendon Hooker since Hinden, since Hendon has left since he got hurt. We're like twenty eight percent or something now. So it's it's really went down. And I want to see the deep ball. We've not got much of it yet. I think it's coming.
0: Play one
1: defense. Defense, <laughs> keep doing
2: what you're doing. Just, just hey. Put your foot on their throat and make them like it. Don't show them no remorse. And in the words of my favorite football movie, blitz all night long. Don't make them gain another yard and make them regret the night that they played the balls.
1: Hard to follow that one. Oh,
3: defense, uh, contain the quarterback. And uh, when Florida starts making their minds, do not – we're going to have to stop it. Like Florida's going to have some minds going down the field. We're going to have to stop them and be consistent in that ordeal. Like This is Tennessee, Florida.
0: On the line of scrimmage, get pressure on your quarterback, don't allow the big play to happen, and tackle strong. Yeah, it all starts with the line of scrimmage.
1: Sunbelt Billy Napier, he's going to try to run the ball. We've got to stop it. Uh, Billy's seen all the trick plays, the crazy formations. Uh, the Austin P threw at us. We've got to be looking out for them, and I think we've got to be looking out for them early. We got to get pressure on Graham Mertz. He isn't great. Let's let's you know. Let's just bother him. Uh, Billy Napier went for it a lot of fourth downs last year. Look he's for he's, this he's year. got nothing to lose. Like he knows his job could potentially be on the line with this game. We've got to stop him on fourth down. Any other uh, notes, side notes, special teams? Yeah, well, go out. Well,
3: side, this is a special team side notes. Side notes. Side notes. Uh, go out there and play to win. Just go out there with the Beat this is beat Florida week, and uh, everybody that's played for Tennessee in history knows what that means, and go out, and all the fans know what that means, and these players need to go out there and just be like, let's beat their damn ass.
0: That's right. If the calls don't go our way, move on. And remember, crowd noise is going to be a factor, so take the crowd out of the game as early as possible.
1: Yeah, no kicks out of bounds. Uh, Good punt, let's pin Mm -hmm. them deep when we do punt. Um, We can't let up on them. Last year we had the game in total control, and they, they come back and scared us to death. A communication bit. on both both offensive and defensive lines is going to be key, especially with a crowd noise. Billy Napier was really good all last year or two in the fourth quarter, and we got to keep that in mind. Just For for some reason, he, he seems to thrive in the fourth. Uh, we'll hit comments real quick, and then we'll take a quick break. Uh, Spanky's voting for himself to win the belt. Surprise. I don't know what you're talking about, buddy. Surprise. Uh, Chris Martin says about. Spur in Florida holding on to that belt. Spur's the man the myth, the legend. Jeff Hensley said Spurs running away with it. Let's see. Got a lot. Got a lot. If I miss it, feel free to comment again. Um, Talon Jackson said his por- performance will definitely be based on new turf cleats and aftershave commercial. <laughs> uh, Matt Anderson says Cooper Mays is back. That'll help. It's a big help. It'll be huge. Um, Jeff Hensley says, keep the ball away from number one. He's the only wide receiver that scares me. What is his name? I can't remember his P. name. Pirine. Yeah. P. Ryan. <laughs>
0: yeah, he's very good. You yeah, know, they got Etienne as well as a running back. You know, mm-hmm. his brother's a hell of a running back in the yeah, NFL right now.
1: I can't believe that you're voting for yourself on like 10 accounts. I
0: don't know what you're talking about. That ain't me,
2: buddy. <laughs>
1: Chris Martin says 60 to 7, balls by 50. Persal, that's the receiver. Pirine's the running back. Let me check the... Uh, Trista says, Luke is the bomb. Thank you for doing this. Thank you, Trista. Uh, Jimmy says, go blue. Easy with the Michigan talk. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we're going to hit commercial. We'll be right back with Florida, Alabama, Georgia, or other.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, it's your man here, the Spank. Like myself, D&M fencing are the best in the business today. They can install wood, chain link, vinyl, picket composed metal barbed wire heck bring them bamboo sticks and they can install them things for you too dnm fencing do it right the first time their numbers are 865-435-4515 or 865-387-1026 give my friend ted a call today that's dnm fencing
1: Hey y'all, it's the Daddy. The C&D Tire Pros are your go-to experts for nearly all of your vehicle needs. Located in the heart of Oak Ridge at 164 Fairbanks Road, they've got a 4.8 out of five star rating and that's very hard to do in the tire business. Tire installation, wheel alignment, wheel balancing, tire rotation, tire repair, brake changes, oil changes, hell, they'll even paint your back porch. I've known Zach since he was in diapers. We went to church together. We went to school together. We played football together. And he's been changing tires since he's been in diapers. Give them a call today, 865-483-7455. Like them on Facebook. That's C and tire 865-483-7455. All right, and we're back. Next we've got Florida, Alabama, Georgia, or other presented by C and D tire. Now I'm in making a, a sandwich. Making a sandwich of Duke mayonnaise right here. Oh Spurs making his sandwich right now. He's, he's if getting ready. you had it ready. some
2: eggs and bacon with that mayonnaise. That'd go really good right now.
1: He lost last week's prediction, so he's got to eat a banana and mayonnaise sandwich. All right, so I'll pick five crazy stories. You all guess which state that this happened from based off the headline Man through Live Gator in Wendy's drive thru.
2: I don't think we need to dispute this <laughs> one right here, folks. It happened in the state of Florida.
1: It's
3: always Florida. Florida.
0: It
2: happened in Florida, damn those gators. Hey, wait, can we do uh can we try to guess the city? It, this is
3: uh this is where the swerve comes. I
1: don't know if I have the city on this one. I don't I don't have the city. Uh yeah, man man, this one, on a morning drive he simply picked up a, a juvenile alligator, drove to Wendy's and proceeded to chuck it through the drive. I drive said no window.
2: pickle on my burger.
1: Uh the man in court said he done it simply because um, his mother told the news. It was something about him being stupid and doing stupid pranks. I'm a no crust guy. No crust. You gonna eat it right now? Oh no, my gosh! No, Don't you eat. Gotta, you gotta put some more banana Don't on Don't eat I
2: mean, that it's, crust. It's oh, oh, I got it. has got good banana.
1: Is that all the mayonnaise you got?
0: I brought three packs of mayonnaise. You of yeah, thing, take now? that
2: crust off. Take the crust yeah. off.
1: Yeah. All right, inmate. Inmate insists syringes pulled from rectum aren't his.
0: Um, I heard <laughs> I have it right up here to Wartburg.
2: <laughs>
1: Inmate oh. insists syringes pulled from rectum aren't his.
2: I'm, not kidding, I'm going with did. Alabama. Alabama? I don't know. Oh,
0: well. It's Florida week. It happened in Florida.
2: I said,
1: out Florida. Out, out, yeah, Florida. It's
2: always Florida.
3: Just go with Florida for now. And everybody guess
1: Florida. An inmate had three syringes pulled from his rectum. He insisted they were not his after repeated questioning. The inmate was just entering prison following an arrest for marijuana possession when the syringes were removed during body screening. Though he remained. Uh, Admit that the needles were not his. He was slapped with additional charges for trying to bring them into
0: prison. Something may be coming out of my rectum after eating this sandwich. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> you want to buy? No! A- no! 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 Man calls nine one one.
1: Says he needs a ride to Hooters.
2: I feel like that could. I mean that. Yeah. It seems like a valid reason.
3: Yeah, I mean. Heck yeah! Come I'm on. I'm gonna with go with other.
2: I'm gonna go. This is probably happened in Knoxville.
3: No, I'm calling this one. The Knox for Hooters. No, uh,
2: call it. Psh, no. I
3: like that one. You it. like the Knox for Hooters? Yes. They might <laughs> get a beer about every 45 minutes, i tell you that. <laughs> they got
2: some good wings.
3: They do have good wings, but I don't when you get a bear every forty five minutes, I'm not shooting on hooters. So Very I sure love Hooters favor, brother. I love
0: Hooters The original Hooters is in Clearwater, Florida. This happened in Florida. This happened in Florida. To score a
1: ride, uh, the man requested 911 to help his ill grandmother. When she turned out to be fine, he was arrested on charges of misusing 911. It's unclear whether he was under influence of alcohol or not, but regardless, it seems that people still don't know how to use 911. Starting to
0: regret life decisions right about now.
1: Couple trapped in unlocked closet for two days.
0: I'm going to go
2: with. Wait a minute. Georgia. It, wait, is the couple related? Uh, Don't say. Okay, we're going to go with the safe bet, Florida, though. Georgia.
0: Screw Florida.
1: Yeah, it's Florida week, man. This is Florida. Uh, it's Florida, Florida, or Florida week. Come on, figure uh, this out now. Two Floridians were seemingly trapped in a janitor's closet for two days, but walked right out after they finally figured out that the door was unlocked. The closet was located at Daytona State they doing that, University, meaning they probably weren't studying for their classes. But they were hiding from the police and were in lots of pain while hiding. Uh, thankfully, they were charged with trespassing.
0: Chris Martin, I'm going to eat this thing. I'm waiting on the right segment.
1: Yeah, I mean, whenever It's up to you, man. You can, you can pound it down whenever you want to.
2: Oh, I ain't looking.
1: Uh, that That's disgusting. It's, uh, um, I about said peanut It's good, ain't I've it? I've been talking peanut butter. Nah, is a, that's what, ban- I'm, that's what I'm... Banana about... and man, I, the bread's good. That's a Hawaiian bread. Oh,
2: you ain't even got the marina bread? No,
1: no. It's good, ain't oh. it? That's what I eat all the time
3: for late night snack. I
1: ain't even kidding. All right, let's do our weekly predictions. Week three. What, what think, nah. Nah. Oh, Week gosh. three predictions before we get them no spanky. It's time to draw his punishment. Oh, my God. For losing last week's
0: pickle.
1: So I'm going to give this a good shake. Spanky can either do the punishment or he's going to donate $25. I'll be
0: honest, I'll eat this again. Oh, my God. He'll eat it. That's not bad. Mm. Hell, it's a great punishment. Mm. Spanky, uh, he has you know what would be good with this, uh, Look, A big old bowl of cereal.
1: No, no, no. God, no. All right, Spank, you got to either do this you got to donate $25 to Oh, we'll to see what it is first. Let's grab one. You've got to
0: show it to the camera.
3: I'm 21 wins and 11 losses on the season. I'm number one at the moment because I'm the greatest of all time over here.
0: Oh,
2: oh, 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 oh. Let's see it. What is it? Ice bath for two minutes. <laughs> you know what? I'll do the ice.
1: He'll bath. He'll do it. All right. Let me see. it. I got to keep. The rest I'll do
2: there. the ice bath. All right.
1: Spanky's gonna do a two minute ice. It's got. You got to do it.
2: I'll do the ice bath. You know. Hopefully, it's a hot day right after football practice. I think I'll be okay.
1: If you jump
3: out before the uh, two minutes is up, we'll double it's the, it's the donation on the charity.
0: It's not on the paper. Hey, can we? Can we rephrase this? Cloved ice bath. (laughs) (laughs) No, he's taking that shirt
2: off. I'm going chunky dunking, baby.
1: So let's re. No, let's refresh a little bit here. So the first punishment was Spurs. He asked, "We're going to do this in Gainesville this weekend." Uh, He's got to direct ten cars in the Walmart parking lot, (laughs) like like a parking attendant. All
0: right, and then in my overalls.
1: He also lost the next week. Right now, he's eating his banana and mayonnaise sandwich. Next week, Spanky will have to do an ice bath for two minutes. I love Boy it, me, man. Uh, All right, let's do our predictions, and th- this is for a giveaway. Uh, our record so far: Spur eighteen fourteen, Corbin 21-11, Spanky twenty and twelve, I'm um, nineteen and thirteen. Uh, Spur had the score prediction that was the fr- oh, that was for last week. I apologize. But let's see how we fare this week. Spur, do you want to go ahead and tell them about um, the
0: giveaway, how we do it? That's right. It's currently up on the Vols Deep Podcast Facebook page. You'll see 10 games. Uh, we're, we're selected the winners of each game. There's five college, five NFL games. So the best overall record. And we're going to take total combined score of Tennessee versus Florida as a tiebreaker. So add up both teams' scores and predict how many points will be scored in the game. And that's a tiebreaker. You get on the Vols Deep.
1: Podcast,
0: Facebook page, and you'll see the post. That's right. Scroll maybe a little bit. but You must comment on the Vols Deep page. Do not comment on my personal page or Spanky's personal page or Corbin's personal page. to Deep on, on my
2: personal page, you can. It just do not count for the vote.
1: All right. Game one Tennessee at Florida.
2: I'm going to go with, uh, and I'm going to get my score here. I'm going to go with Tennessee 34, Florida 24. So is that? How
0: many points did you pick?
2: Oh, I was gonna wait till the end, but uh, that is a total of fifty-eight. Fifty-eight, 58
3: points.
2: He had, he had to think on it. He did. I, 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 I sorry, can't read my writing sometimes.
3: Uh, me and Spo, I think we got the same post and uh, say it at the same time. Yep, Tennessee.
0: Tennessee. That's what I know. I well, went, I went to score. I, I said it on <laughs> on the local radio station this morning. 42-24 for 66
1: points. I like it. Oh. Corbin,
0: total
3: points?
1: Uh, 65. I had 65. Ooh. All right. LSU at Mississippi State. What's your pick, sir? Oh, my bad. Tennessee, obviously. I'm going to go 34-20 with a total of 54 points.
0: The over-under is 56-and-a-half, just so you all know.
1: Going with fifty-four points. Game two, LSU and Mississippi State. How about LSU?
0: Just real quick.
2: Uh, go Tigers.
3: Uh, LSU. There's no way they're gonna lose this game. Mississippi State is on a hot streak, though.
2: I think. Hey, I think it's gonna be a ball game. It's gonna be a ball game. I, LSU's I'd watch fail. out for it.
1: I hope so. Uh, I'm pulling for Mississippi State. But I'm going LSU as well. I'm trying not to get my hand in that cup. Uh, Game three, North Carolina at Minnesota.
0: Tar Heels, North Carolina.
2: Minnesota, they barely beat a bad Nebraska team. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, North Carolina on this one.
1: Yeah,
3: North Carolina. They got all the hype. Let's see what they're made of. Bang it on.
1: All the same so far. Game four, Washington and Michigan State. Washington,
3: Michigan State's got all them coaching – well, that coach being – as I have now, suspended, possibly fired. So, and plus, Washington's a uh, number eight ranked team. So, yeah. Uh,
0: unfortunately, there wasn't a lot of big games to pick for college this week. So I took Washington as well.
1: Washington. A lot going on. Looks like NFL is going to be the yep. the difference maker this week. Yeah. Uh, game five, BYU at Arkansas. I'm going with Woo Pick Suey, baby.
3: Arkansas at home. Yeah, Arkansas, BYU, just not a passive team at the moment.
1: Cannot believe we all picked this exact same picks five games. All right, let's start NFL game six. This is where it separates Ravens at Bengals. This is uh interesting because
3: uh Bo and Bengals is uh zero one. Big Max contract, biggest contract issue in NFL. What if he starts zero two on the season? Okay, Baltimore lost their running back for the season at 20 Achilles
2: I think it was ACL
3: Noah's Noah's 20 Achilles he's the way he done oh, No don't Achilles but
2: uh I, I don't It's okay I'll sleep well at night I'll sleep well
3: right, Uh, <laughs> uh I'm gonna take Baltimore they're gonna make Joe Bobo start 0-2 and then that's gonna be the headline for the next week all you hear is gonna be uh, Joe Bobo's 0-2 what is the Bengals doing signing this contract with him
0: but he will recover. He will recover. But
1: So, Corbin's going Ravens.
0: Bengals bounce back at home. Bengals win this game easily.
2: Uh, same. I agree. I believe the Bengals are going to bounce,
1: bounce back from this one. Okay.
0: Okay. I've got the Ravens
1: winning as well. Oh, there's some separation. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I like the Ravens in this matchup. Game seven, Chiefs at Jaguars.
2: Uh, Chiefs, they lost last week to the Detroit Lions. Uh, I just don't see – Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, them losing back to back weeks. Even though the Jaguars has a chance to be a very sneaky team this year, this they got a good quarterback. But I just, I just think the Chiefs are going to pull this one out.
0: This is my favorite game of the week. Uh, I like the Chiefs at a close one. I think it's going to be a shootout. I got the,
3: cha- I got the Chiefs. Uh, it'll be about a ten point game, probably about a ten point game. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, he, he's proving him, he's proving himself in Jacksonville right now to be a. Quarterback in the league of the NFL, which is something I never thought he would be, but he is proving it, and he does have a chance this year to win the AFC South with Jaguars. So, I'm, But I'm going to go with the Chiefs on this one. Thank you.
1: Did you go Chiefs? Yes, I did. I thought so. I'm going to go Chiefs as well there. Um, I, I think the Jags could compete for a little bit, but it's just the Chiefs are too much. Game eight, Colts at Texans.
2: Mm, this one is going to be the battle of who scores first. Um, Both teams not a very good showing last week. But you know what? I'm I'm going to go with uh, the Colts here. They got a dynamic um, quarterback at their hands who still I, – I still think he's going to have some potential for them. I, I just think so.
0: I thought the Colts gave the Jags a pretty good game last week. The Texans didn't show me much. I'm going to take the Colts.
3: I'm going to go with Indianapolis too. But I mean, te- the Texans are – Pretty god awful team, honestly. Awful. Uh, I don't think the coach is as awful as everybody thinks they are, but Colts going to win this game. I'm
1: rolling with the Texans. I'm going to be different. There we go. Rolling with the Texans. All right, game nine, Dolphins or Patriots? Dolphins may have okay. the best defense in the league, them and the
3: 49ers. Like, come on with it. Uh, how about uh, –
2: Oh, damn, pal. My Lord, ain't, ain't no – Katie, bar the door it's on the pick. Oh, <laughs> man. We finally woke Corbin up.
0: It took
2: till 11 o'clock. My Lord, hopefully he stays for the next pick. But uh,
3: – uh, Hold up. Tua. Tua, what a man he was last week. Tawik Kill, good Lord have mercy. How many fantasy points did Tawik Hill pull last week?
1: No, I didn't draft
3: him. He's like forty-four or something like that. I didn't have. It was something god awful. He'll be like, hurt
1: for a long. <laughs> yeah, I didn't pull my bench, that's why Luke beat me.
3: <laughs> Dolphins over the Patriots. Patriots got some bad problems going on at the moment. Bill Belichick is a pissed-off man, but it ain't going to help the him
2: pissed off. The Patriots
0: are much better. I still have like the Dolphins to win this game. Um,
2: like Spurs said, Patriots. Uh, they're. They're getting better. They're not what they used to be. But Dolphins, Tua looked amazing last week. So did their defense. Uh, So did Tyreek Hill. I think the Dolphins are going to keep it rolling.
1: All right. I'm going Dolphins as well. Game 10, Seahawks at Lions.
0: Took the Lions to win at home. They looked good last week. I think that the Detroit Lions are going to win their division. Can't believe I'm saying that. The fighting Dan Campbells, baby. The Detroit Lions. I'm telling
2: you, when I love – Dan Campbell. He is probably my favorite coach besides Sean Payton in the whole league. He has that team and that city bought into what they are.
3: Oh, hell. Seattle. Oh, yeah. It's Detroit. Come on.
2: Okay, whatever.
3: Jared Goff, like, come on. Come on.
1: I needed that because I, I was really worried about that Texans game. What <laughs> you uh, I'll go on lines. I, I like I like the lines. Um Lines ain't winning shit. All right, so we got the tiebreaker. Spurs got sixty six points, Spanky's fifty-eight points, Corbin's sixty five, and I'm at fifty four. Um that's it, man. I hate that you two messed up, but we'll get it reposted on there. Hey,
0: hey, am I keeping my belt? <coughs> oh
1: yeah, you are keeping your belt. I, I, I apologize oh my on go that.
2: Are are we gonna count the votes? I already some? counted them. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll just, I'll re- What's he hey, heard? who, who got second place, though? who? It doesn't matter. That's it's
1: right. right baby. Well, yeah, because you was voting for yourself on multiple well, I platforms. I still
2: think he went out allegedly what, but I still <laughs> think I still beat him.
3: You have to vote for yourself like you had to have a title made for yourself. L-
2: like I said, I was still beating Kurt before Kuzana the allegedness be- <laughs> happened.
3: Kurt Kazana is so proud
0: of you at the moment,
3: I don't, voting
0: for yourself.
2: I don't know why we got – I thought we weren't going to talk about wrestling. Tonight, but,
0: hey. Screw you, Gators! Vols are coming to town Saturday. Let's get it on. We'll
1: try to go live down there somewhere, and uh maybe right in front of the stadium, or
0: or maybe while I'm parking some cars.
1: Yeah, maybe we par- yeah, we got we got to do that sure. Uh, follow us on TikTok because that might be where we end up going live from. It's at uh, at Vol Daddy or at Vols Deep, either one. And. uh be
3: sure to follow Spanky. What's your social media platform, Spanky?
2: Uh, I got a bunch of them. I got the Spank.66. We don't, we
1: don't want OnlyFans.
2: fans. Hey, no, nah, I'm sorry. You got You to pay for that one. Then I got uh, I got Snapchat. Hit me up, ladies. You know, I'm not very hard to find. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, that's all of them.
1: Thirsty, ain't you, Spank? Nah. <laughs> Desperate. <laughs> Desperate man desert. over here. <laughs> all right. Thank you all for watching. Sorry for the, the streaming issues. All right. And... Uh,
3: uh, Be sure to like, share, subscribe, tell your buddy, tell your friend, tell your granny, tell you go to the. Well, I ain't gonna go that far, but <laughs> tell everybody you now. All right, thank y'all, and uh, we'll see you soon. Go balls! Go balls!